without further ado. Bring it. This could end terribly. Episode 37. Is it? Yeah, episode 37. We'll call that one. I think it's 37. It's definitely 37. No, episode... the last one was that. Oh, no, this is 37. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get confused. Episode 37. We've Good done number. so many of these now. Yes. We're forgetting where we're at. Veterans. Shout out to our SoundCloud listeners. Yes. Our Amazon listeners. Yes. Absolutely. Our Spotify listeners. Yes. Welcome. Our Apple listeners. Yes. On the journey. And our YouTube listeners. The nastiest. And viewers. Nastiest. This could end terribly. Bi-weekly vibes, shenanigans, crud, and all of the above. Mashallah. We have... Mashallah. In the house. Man like Johnny Vivas. How are hello, you, sir? Hello, hello. I'm not going to lie. I've started uh, eating more falafel at lunch this week. Okay. How's that going for you? Chickpeas yeah. are madness. There's been quite it. a specific reaction. It's not that I'm trying to go more plant-based because yeah. um, veganism is fascist, as we've discussed in the past. But uh, <laughs> I, eating this much falafel has had quite a gaseous reaction on my stomach. I, I feel like I'm farting a lot more. Ah, oh, you're playing the booty trumpet. How many have you ripped on my sofa? None yet. None yet, but yes. we have just combined. Is there one loading? It's not not loading, and we okay. have combined spicy wings. It's actually in this context not the gas I'm worried about. Okay, it's solid follow through. Oh, so wow. if there's A any shot. if there's any um, hmm, prompt cuts in the edit, it's because I've run upstairs. Okay. Yeah, love that. Um, and you so can probably that. hear her voice. <laughs> But she is back. Yes. Back Ladies in the house, baby. And gentlemen, <laughs> South East London's princess. Hi. Gracious Kelly. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you. It's such an honor to be asked back. Gracious so, Kelly. So soon. She's so back. soon. So soon. RT, so many people mm. came through mm-hmm. on the DMs. Yes. And they were like, so this Grace girl, yeah. What is she She's kind of fleece. Yes. Debut. Where did you find her at? Yes. Moving I've like Anthony Martial. I'm saying. Mm. And she is back. How are you, my dear? Do you know what? I'm well. I'm <laughs> well. <laughs> I thought she was going to be a, mo- a monologue coming no, out. No, no, no. No monologue coming. Just, I'm you well. Know I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm fine. I'm, fine. I'm just doing, you know, it's one of my friends who, she's Italian and she's like, oh, shame. she's like, <laughs> why is it with you British people just always like, when you ask you how you are, you're like, oh, not so bad, surviving. She's like, what's wrong with you? <laughs> like, it's true. This, always, this... always giving some yes. element of suffering. Yeah. And so from that thought, I've been like, do you know what? It's Actually, true. life is pretty, all things considered. Yes. Yeah. We'll be discussing in detail. Yeah. yeah. The defining feature of this country's psychological makeup is basically internalized trauma. What? Okay. 100%. And the way, the way that British people are uniquely fine with being horrifically upset is unparalleled. Yeah. Two Anywhere phrases. Else Keep on calm, the carry on. Yes. Toxic. And it could be worse. Yeah. But it could be better. Be, it could be much could better. Be better. <laughs> it could be better. It could be better. But you but don't, yes, it but you don't be expect worse. it. Because you always wait for what? These men love suffering. Anyway, they do. we'll get into that. <laughs> yes. But these men love suffering, I'm convinced. So we actually hung out, Johnny, you and I. It was quite a romantic weekend. It was. For us. Quite a time. Yeah, oh, we did. Shit. Just hung out. Just, just hung out. Just chilled. Like, came round. 
Took a few photos. Yeah, we did. When are little, they coming? Little photo shoot. Shout out Saeed. Shout They're out coming. Saeed. He sent me a couple today. Okay. What was the photo shoot in aid of? Just content. In aid of honest. us. Yeah, just in content of, for the in pod. In aid of the bag. And then we went down the road for a little bev and a conversation. And we then did? the next day, followed Johnny to the new Spurs stadium. Yes. To watch them beat West Ham. North London's wow. biggest stadium. In the London derby. It okay. was. It was... An experience. It was very, very yes. What yes, were your it thoughts was. of the stadium? It took me to a couple of the local pubs. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So the Bricklayers. Shout out to Bricklayers Arms. <laughs> Bricklayers <laughs> Arms. So what was the other one? Bricklayers. It is the most common name for a pub. So pub, many. Isn't it? I said, so I just, I said to yeah, you. Yeah, you made yeah, that point. Yeah, yeah. Um, we well, actually it, got kettled inside the pub because the West Ham fans were coming out the station so they rushed the entire queue inside the pub I'm like a pub. diehard football fan I just don't get it man this level of tribalism I don't get it you it's don't v- get how white people are tribalists yeah I was going to say it's very hey, <laughs> I'm glad <laughs> you got there first hey there mm. were at least three black people in the pub yeah one of them was actually on the table leading the singing true shock awful songs about huh. Arsene Wenger being a pedo. Yeah. Right. About Sol Campbell dying of AIDS. Yeah. Oh. I, and us having a party <sighs> when it happens. Not Donatello. I mean, it's just awful. Yeah. I don't know what's... But we also have the greatest ABBA tribute chant of all time. And that's worth commenting on. It can't always be negative press. Which one was that? Give me, give me, give me a ginger from Sweden. Yeah, he signed from Juventus and he plays on the way. See how I'm bobbing, because I love yeah. Abba. Yeah, and I yeah, just, but yeah. what you were saying was really upsetting. Yeah. But I'm just here like... Yes. Yeah. But he is ginger cool. and he is from Sweden. Yeah, yeah they no, won. They won the game. Factual, factual. It's not called White Hart Lane anymore, is it? No, it's actually the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium. The Tottenham Hotspur Stadium, Stadium is hella sexy. Um, very mad. Very what nice. What makes a football stadium sexy? It's brand new. It's very clean. It's so atmosphere, um, atmosphere is good. Like Architecturally. New, new train carriages. Looks lovely. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah, exactly. It's gorgeous. The single tier stand. You've got 22,000 men in a single yeah, tier. Yeah, it's weird. Wow. Unbelievable. It's very scary. Um, but that was nice. Lovely. Um, I love that for you both. Well done. Yeah, thanks. No, it was, it was quite nice. Lovely and, platonic um, romance. Another thing that I got quite a bit throughout the week, as well as high praise for Gracious Kelly. Mm. Is people wanted me to go into my list. You remember last week I was like, I got a list of all ah. people that I would like to look like. White people you'd like to look like. And, Do you know how you've and mixed about race that? and black. <laughs> I got asked to drop a few names. Are we going to explore now? You said yeah. Tom Hardy. Yeah. yeah. Was he not Tom? Should we start on the white men? Yeah. yeah. As, as always. <laughs> go on. God. So yes, Tom Hardy was one of them. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, another one. Um, certified panty dropper. Okay. Okay. R.I.P. Paul Walker. Oh, Paul Walker. Mm. It's the blue eyes. Fast and the furious. Blue eyes. Ah, okay. Blue eye privilege is a real thing. Yeah, panties. Right. Panties will fall. Yeah. Um. Okay. Yeah. OG legendary. Mm-hmm. Just since he step on road. Yeah. Man like DB7, David Bex. Yeah. Yes, he but knows. That's... That one makes more sense to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that one. Um... He has aged. Like fine wine. Fantastic. Hasn't he just? Though? It's ridiculous. I think I watched him on um, what's the football thing they do? Soccer aid. Yeah, yeah. It was yeah. last year when we were still locked yeah. down. He still balls as well. He still balls out of he control. Still balls out of control. Yeah. But then he like I don't actually think he was playing that day. I think he was yeah, he was in a suit. I think he was like one of the ambassadors. Mm. But he did a charity. He did, a, he did yeah. a United against a Munich charity game a couple of years ago. He's just balling out. And of I was just looking at it and I was just like, raw. How? 
good news. How do you look this good? Good news. Good news money, is they are. Money, money, like, money. Yeah, must be funny. Yeah. But yeah, yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. Uh, good news. Good news. Uh, they're actually legally divorced. Yeah, you said this. I, I mean, yeah. Yeah, look, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't be surprised. We don't no, it's not any injunctions yeah. or any wahala from the According to reports, courts. according to reports, this is Johnny's view. The streets. This is not a confirmed fact. <laughs> the, uh, it is, but it's it not isn't. publicly released. Uh, according to the streets, uh, they've basically been divorced for time. and they Yeah, stay, absolutely. Yeah, they stayed together for image rights and for the kids. But even that whole Rebecca and... Luce thing or mm. whatever, it was all, apparently it was all like a cover-up for something else that was going on Did that it, the yeah. media had got a hold yeah. of. But so no, like, 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 like their, their businesses and their legal yeah. arrangements are entirely handled by a different groups. They love oh, each other. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah, they're a partnership. Mm. They are a, no, I don't think that can be questioned. They are a very powerful partnership. Oh, that's the brand, right? But their man but, have not slept in the same bed no, for no, 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 a no, very no. long time. Yeah. I have uh, well, the streets have sources in very good places. That's a Tisa exclusive. You know, uh, Posh Spice was my favorite Spice Girl. Oh, yeah, she's joke. She was my best. Victoria she was my Beckham has actually got a lot of spice. Yeah, you man. Know? She's oh, actually got a lot of swag. No, no, I've, there's been more and more footage coming out of her like when she was with like the Spice Girls. Re and just how she was a baddie. How shady mm. she was. I she was a baddie back then. I saw sure this video you know. where like, she. Literally, she's talking to Jerry Halliwell and they're, no, they're in a room, Jerry Halliwell's chatting shit. She just went to Jerry, Jerry, can you be quiet now, please? <laughs> <laughs> that's that boo. rude. Yeah, that's hot. All the white men in, in my secondary school, they were into, what's her name? Baby Spice, Emma yeah. Bunton. They were yeah. into no, her. That's, that's weak chat. And like- She's like a milkmaid. I feel like the scary, oh. the scary Spice tag just like completely- <laughs> Crippled. That was my favorite. Melanie still. B. That was my favorite. Yeah. Melanie she C was, got she's very good. Got bare negative press for for reasons I, you know, controversial reasons. They said she looked like a lesbian. I didn't really that's no. agree with that. Can it's I bad. give you an immigrant and story about Sherry Halliwell was the yeah, I mean yeah, it wasn't was. wasn't my bag. Even though I love gingers, it just wasn't my bag. Yeah, yeah I know she was it was Posh something... though. Mm. It was the hair. Yeah, I don't mm. get a posh thing. Please your story. My my immigrant story. Mm. Um when we moved to the UK age I was age seven mm -hmm. and my dad put me in a prep because I couldn't speak any English so he put me in a prep school mm. um in West Norwood Shout and out. I didn't know who the Spice Girls were right and I was one of maybe three black kids in the school right yeah. so when I joined this class obviously the kids are just like oh let's include her in our game so they're like you can be scary spice very good no because no. little seven-year-old Grace Did didn't not, understand. Not, right. yeah. And I was just being called great, scary. So I was right. going home to mum like, mum, <laughs> And then thought I was being bullied. And right. my mum comes into the school with her like little, you know, her little pigeon English as well. <laughs> just like, my daughter is being bullied. <laughs> and they're like, no, actually, they're trying to include your daughter in the games. Scary yeah. Spice is this wonderful person. But that's ah. my... Um, that's my immigrant story. Yeah. There you go. I'm pleased that you felt able to share that with us. Yeah. Um, I feel like this is a space space, <laughs> you know? The last white man that I think I want to look like. Right. New, newer phenomenon. Mm -hmm. Oh. Pete Davidson. Wow. I want to know. Okay. I want to wow. know what it's like. Wow. To look like him and to have his resume. Don't at me. Don't at me. Don't even respond. Mm. Do you want to? Uh, do you want to move on to the mix rate? No, I feel like I feel like we both want to unpack this. Oh, okay, I, I I want to unpack this. Do you want to unpack this? I kind. Mm. Ariana Grande. Mm -hmm. Kim Kardashian. Are we doing mm. the resume, are we? Hillary, but, Hillary Clinton. But is it his? He's blowing Hillary's back out. Sorry, he was not blowing Fam. Hillary Clinton. Do your research. Hillary. Do your googles. 
Wait, wait, him and Hillary were doing yeah, the, they were the, doing, they the, were the back doing the, 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 the got, two backs. They got a whole weird thing going on. Google that shit. Secret- I love that for her. The secretary of us. <laughs> I love that for her. Yes, Hillary. <laughs> Get your kinky kings. <laughs> and there was one. What? I feel like I'm missing out another big one with Pete Davidson. Damn. Carbon Electra, just throw them in. Why not? No, just throw in the sexy ones. Why not? I just want to know what it looks like. Can we just can we just the game must just be 10 10. Is it his looks, do you think, or is it the whole persona? Because he seems like he's got game. That's what yeah, I would say. Can yeah. we just quickly just circle back to Carmen Lentra? I feel like she isn't giving the flowers for the badness status that she yeah, dominated no, in the early 2000s with. Bro. I feel like Shakira has like lasted longer, but actually at the relative peaks. Bro, do you know how many times I've not got... compete with the badness of Carmen Lentra? No, you can't actually. Shakira I've got back to watch The Last Dance. The bin. I've gone back to watch The Last Dance like seven times because for... she's a frequent. It's unbelievable. Yeah. It's unbelievable. Mixed race men, should we move on? Yeah. I feel like I feel like you got to get this off your chest, yeah. Lenny Kravitz. Jewish yeah, King. fine. You told you spoke about how much yeah, you yeah. loved him last time and his daughter. Actually he loves uh, him more than the daughter. Don't know if this on. guy is actually mixed race, but I'm gonna f- put him in there for complexion yeah, reasons. Yeah, he's part of the beige brigade. Jason Momoa. Oh yes. No, he's like Hawaiian, yes. isn't he? Is that mean? No, no, no. Is that, <laughs> is that I mean I mean he might have be you yes. seen him? But... Have you seen him? I have seen Keep film. him away from all the women I love. He's actually single now as well. He's actually Keep sing- him away. No, they got He's back sing- together. No, oh, did they? They got as back. He, he literally lasted like 24 hours and he went back to... No, because also she's a, a spice. I mean, she, okay? Lisa Bonet. Mm. Lisa Bonet is God also... Yeah, the yeah. TikTok girls are down bad. And I feel like, and I'm saying, I'm being, I'm celebrating feminine power and shit. I feel like she lays it down as well, you know? Okay. Like she gives that energy, yeah. you know? Very it's kind of like Erica yeah. Badu. You just know that when you go there... You're locked in for life. Mm-hmm. Your life has changed. I don't know, you know. Yeah. Magical box. My bad. Um, there you go. Well, you know. It happens. Lady's got it. Hey, another it one. Another one. Mm-hmm. And another one. Don't actually know his real name. Prison Bay. Yes. Hmm. Yes. Didn't he turn out to be quite problematic in the end? No, nah, he got, well, what's her name? He got with the Jewish king's daughter. Philip Green's daughter, wasn't he with the wife? Oh, shame. Yeah. <laughs> Rod, um, sorry? She punched him. Um, yeah, they were together as for in, a bit. As in she was the one that was on uh, Made in Chelsea? Yeah. No, he, he, was, was he had a wife and three kids or some shit and then he left her to get with Philip Green's daughter for a while. Hey, baby, uh, are you talking about, together. what's his name? Prison had, Bay. The one Pris- he, yeah. Ah. Yeah, Prison Bay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember his name. Um, Jeremy okay. something. Something. It's, it's a Jeremy. Yeah, it's a Jeremy. He's a Jeremy yeah, still. Yeah, very... So it sounded very white. Weird didactic um, memory skill there. <laughs> Trevor Noah. Oh, that's weird. Really? Love that guy. That's I feel like you're mixing up like game and chat with straight looks. No, mm. I want to look like these people. He also looks like a Care Bear. Mm. Yeah. He's also not funny. I like it. I'm going to say it. Yeah, I've got smoke. He's not funny. I've actually got sm- I love him, but I've got have smoke you, for him this week. Have you He's read his funny. autobiography? No. That shit but is I've funny. I've watched a lot of his like jokes and they're not funny. He's bare not funny. He's tanked the Tonight Show. And following oh. a Jewish king is always going to be very difficult. Um, but Trevor Noah's not funny. It just needs to be said. He is funny. He is funny. I got that off my chest. He I is feel funny. better for it. No, he's Oof. funny. He's funny. He's um, a bad comedian. I'm surprised. There's someone that I thought you would mention. Who? Michael Ely. So I went down that route. Mm. And then I was like, actually, do you know who I prefer more than Michael Ely? Still mm. hasn't made my list. Is what I call younger Michael Ely, my man from Insecure. What's his name? Kendrick something. Oh, ah, okay. Because he combines wonderful looks with mm. that deep voice as mm. well. We were talking about deep voices before. Who is a guy Michael with a voice Ely? that deep with fucking green eyes 
and perfect stubble. Stay away from every woman I love. Who's Michael Ely? Michael Ely could get it. Yeah, he's an actor, mixed race actor. He was in like a bunch of things. It's just, the thing is, the thing is, very culturally specific the films that he turns up in, aka anything Mm. made by Tyler Perry. Mm. Okay. And he plays always apart from barbershop have you seen barbershop mm-hmm. uh-huh. so barbershop he's the 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 the, the mixed race like skin he gets with eve he gets very with good eve. yeah yeah who yeah. drank my goddamn apple juice yeah, yeah, that's yeah. him that's he drank him. the goddamn apple juice okay i understand so yeah. i see it apple juice. i see it so, so those who ask that's my list and if you're wondering uh of the black people that i would look i want to look like <laughs> please tell us i mean <laughs> i was gonna write a list but it just would have been futile johnny have you have you seen me to, Unfortunately, to... quite a lot of, quite a lot of you. So I'm gonna back myself a bit and say, look. Okay. Okay. He took his time, Lord Jesus Christ. Mm. Yes. He took his time. He sculpted yes. you. No, RT, he has to I look like Tyson Beckford. Uh, or my man, <laughs> also from Insecure. Tyson. Issa Rae was having a fucking joke with Insecure. That dude yeah. from Insecure, Kofi Sirabu, that guy. She's having a great time. Very good looking lad. Lovely. Yeah. Um, yeah. Anyway. We're not going to do the Jewish king. Do you want to look like now? I haven't got that. I've gone that far. Right. I'll do the yeah. Asians and the Jews next. Is that right? Yeah, please. Let's um, uh, move on. Good to see you both. We're back again. Episode 37. Yes. Shout Another out one. to all of our listeners, especially the influx of listeners we have had from the Caucasus in Central Asia Hello. recently. We've been getting a lot of love in that territory over this week. Shout out Connell. Shout, Shout out, out everybody. Yes. Um, we're going to have to go do it. We're going to have to do like a live show. Yeah. You, you will get out to Baku. In Tbilisi. Yeah. Well, Tbilisi, Baku, all them, all yeah, them, all them I, nice actually, places. I to, I've heard George's lit, you know. I'm going in week after next. Apparently that's oh, like amazing. the next, yeah. apparently that's like the next Tulum of like the festival scene. Oh yeah. Is in, uh, just outside Tbilisi, it's in the mountains. Oh, I bet, bet. George, best, apparently it's very lit. Best festival I've ever been to, north of Poland in Gdansk. Oh yeah? I saw Prince live. <gasps> you saw Prince. I saw Prince live. What was that like? It was incredible because he came out and he was wearing this like gold cat suit situation. Mm-hmm. And then he got to sing in Purple Rain. He started singing it. Wow. Then he stopped. He went, now nah, I'm going to start this again. I love this goddamn song. And he Jeez. just started again. And it was like Big Boy was also performing. But oh my God. Come. He got two hides come on stage. Oh, wow. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Shout out Big Boy. Equipment and you know, and, King shit. and that was when Shutterbug had just come mm, out. Yeah. And it was like, oh man. It was honestly one of the, like the best. I don't think I've been more jealous. She's seen Prince. I was meant yeah. to see MJ before he died. Um, uh, I saw yeah. Outkast. And Nile Rogers in the same evening. Wow. Still not seen Outcast. Outcast are literally my life, and I still Honestly. haven't seen him. I will say, as much as I love Prince, I think my favorite person of all time is Dave Chappelle's Prince. Yes, yes, absolutely, Ow. absolutely. Single greatest uh, episode of the Chappelle Show. But let's jump right Shout in. We got a few Charlie things. Murphy. Charlie Murphy. <laughs> got a few things to talk about the this week. A few things. Some very, very important <laughs> things as ever. Um, we're going to start with your money. Oh, oh what a man like Rishi. This boy, it won't yeah, take long. He did a little little thing in, in the House of Commons this week where mm. he announced the direction, the fiscal direction. Yes. Of the country. Mm, downwards. Um, TLDR, everyone's fucked. But we're going to expand. Mm. Um, Get your and before 10 you jump bag in, of rice you, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, before you jump in, I was reading a little bit into this and 
the article that I read had this little like tax calculator thingy. Mm. It was like enter your income and all this other shit. Don't and do stuff, it. Just so you can see how much the, gov- do the government's going to be taking from you. Don't do it. Fam. Yeah. Yeah, don't. And like you guys know what I'm on, right? Like regarding vote who you want to vote for and mm. all this stuff. But, mm, you know, if the people that you are voting for are moving mad, I want you to justify this because... Yes. Even you broke motherfucking yep. conservative voters yep. probably didn't see this coming. Yeah. For you, I shed a tear. Yeah. Um, Do you? You got a man like Johnny offline, kind of, mm. saying he'd actually prefer having Jeremy Corbyn running the country. I think uh, I said that. He should have absolutely look, running the country. Why, why let the truth get in the way of a good, yeah, good I mean, story? Yeah, I'll, um, actually, I'll give it to your balance. I'd probably rather have Jezra than this lot. Yeah. They're really bad. Yeah. So um, ultimately, Rishi came out and basically put in a whole bunch of different things financially, which are going to screw us. And Johnny's going to tell us a little bit more. And tidy chat. Yeah. It's very funny that you said that everything's fucked. Because actually, I was I was preempting you making me like come up with a one-liner for my view of what's just happened. Me? Um, and, <laughs> and if I was to distill the spring statement into a single line, it would be everything fuck. <laughs> um, everything fuck. Where do yeah. we where do we begin? Um, so the headline uh, policies Ugh. were the five P fuel duty cut, yeah, which is basically just a profit margin subsidy to the oil companies. Yeah, if anyone sees their petrol pump come down by five P in BP, Shell, or Esso, shout me. I'll yeah. turn up. Don't know. I won't be travelling. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the next <laughs> one was a cut in basic income tax by one P. Bruh. In two years' time. Mm. Mm. They caught you. Yes. By one P in two years' time. By one P in two years' time. That was a small printing there. Yes. This one has been paid for by the rise in national insurance. Boom. Yes. They got him. They got him. Which basically means that people who earn money by work, which is overwhelmingly where your national insurance contribution goes for, will be subsidizing the earnings from people who rent out their properties. Mm. And earn money through other means outside employment, which is where a lot of personal income tax is received. Yeah. Um, my favorite, my favorite policy mm. of the entire lot. And this is where we go from like, I like, I'm quite guilty of a lot of anti-Tory invective. And I talk a lot about how conservatives just hate poor people. Yes. And I do yeah, believe so it, do. but sometimes I have to pretend you that have I have evidence. Compelling evidence. Uh, this one is where I think Track it's record, genuinely, genuinely just fuck you in the face, right? Uh, there is going to be a VAT cut to zero for homeowners. Unbelievable. Who wish to install solar panels on their house. Can you be any more out of touch? Can you be any more out of touch that you're giving not only, you're not only transferring wealth from workers to landlords with mm. the whole national insurance income tax payoff, you are going to give more money back to homeowners who can already afford their solar panels Yeah, by allowing them to get tax-free. My favorite part of that little micro fuckery um, was that they said that this was a benefit of Brexit, right? And this ability to be flexible on our energy policy was a benefit of Brexit. Funnily enough, there's already 0% VAT on installing solar panels if you live inside the European Union. So that was also, that was also a lie. We should actually just, I think we should get more, we're now, we're now at a point in national crisis where we should get Maury to audit the House of Commons Live. Maury Maury Povich? Yeah. 
Shout life, out him. His show got cancelled after like 30 years this week. Oh, for real? Shout out him, man. Why yeah. did it get cancelled? I mean, it's just on his time. How many times yeah, can you say, you are not the father? This is, yeah. um, this is another example of television cancelling Jewish kings. It's crazy. Um, Maury? Yeah. Wasn't he the black one? Nah. Wow. He's the one who's like, lie detector test, you are the father. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. All, that, all of that. Maury was a serious king. Uh, there's, there's multiple uh, angles of fuckery. Um, Rishi Sunak is the richest MP uh, in the House of Commons. He's... Balling out of He's control. Like billionaire balling. Billionaire balling. His uh, father-in-law uh, is a is a pal of Putin's, refuses to close down the business yeah. in Russia. Rishi yeah. got, got peppered on that today. Heated up news. on Sky News and in the morning. And he was like, I'm an elected politician, I... so I'm here to talk about what I influence. My wife is not an elected politician, yeah. so I don't think there's any Putin links at all. I think, I think what's really fascinating about all of this is just like, I don't know what it will take for the British public to actually look at these men and be like, they're mugging you off. Yeah, so you we know what, reached, so you, so you know they, where, do you know what I mean? The newest level, the deepest level now, of they, apathy. They, 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 the way they're moving is like, it's actually a mockery. Yeah. It's so this actually is, a mockery. This, yeah, is, yeah. this brings us to the, the root of, of any good comedy set is to bring the joke back to the beginning. Yes. 100%. And where we mentioned earlier, the British people love suffering. They love suffering. This is why they vote conservative. Because mm. they cannot avoid the joy of pain. The Since... joy of pain. And the idea that the idea that I might help someone else, mm. I might alleviate someone else's suffering by marginally taking uh, an L culturally is significantly less punitive than taking an L financially. And for that reason, mm. I will consistently vote conservative, even though it hurts my own interest, just because I feel like it suits me better as a person. And I, nobody likes the word Labour either. Nobody yeah. likes the word Labour, yeah. but yet we're all being and forced. And also they had Tony Blair for a while, so it doesn't help. But yeah. They basically just became Tories to get yeah, into yeah, power, yeah. right? That, I mean, one of Thatcher's things was that new Labour was one of her best legacies. Her greatest legacies, mm. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. We, we, can, we can get into that. I mean, my favourite thing about this, and actually this, is, uh, this isn't sarcasm, this is quite enjoyable as someone who didn't go to university but the most fucked people here the most fucked people and this wasn't even mentioned at all not even small small in this black statement. people i'm just gonna throw it in there yeah why not? Quite, <laughs> why not quite fucked uh but students students and anyone who's still got a student loan mm. ha Thank you. Thank you very much. Suckers. That would be me. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, you will be paying it off for longer now. Yeah, of course yes. I will. Uh, so uh, there's this, uh, basically a lot of what they're uh, funding, the marginal tax cuts, the pretend tax cuts, which are actually tax rises, comes from a 35 billion windfall that the treasury is going to get um, by some changes that they made to repayments and student loans. And so the headline that came out a couple of weeks ago was that the interest rates on student loans was going to come down. And that's true. The interest rate paid on student loans is going to come down. But more significantly, the threshold at which people start paying their student loans back is coming down. Is coming down much larger. Because it used mm. to be you got um, 20? It used to be. Something like 20K before it starts kicking in. Uh, I actually wrote maybe it even, down somewhere. It was maybe something 25. Like 25. Yeah. And now it's down to. Uh, sorry, it's 27 and a half. Yeah. Uh, down to 25. Huh. Uh, I feel like that's a lie because I feel like I've been paying for student loans as soon as I had a job. Like, nah, I don't know about that one still. Possibly. Because, I nah, saw it in my business. No, I think so. I swear to God, as soon as I was earning any, any penny, any penny, they were there just <laughs> yeah. take me to even, even more fucked uh, is that the, there used to be a cut-off threshold mm. of 30 years. And I distinctly remember, shout out Benthill, yeah. Benthill Primary School, being sat in year six when Mr. Nati's student loan 
had been going for so long, they finally sent him a letter that he wouldn't have to pay it back anymore. And he came and danced in the class for us. Shout but, out, shout out. But that uh, cutoff has been extended from 30 to 40 years. Mad. So imagine that you, you graduate at the, what, I don't know, graduates generally get graduated 21, mm. 22. Well, wow, you really didn't go. 62. No, no, no I did not go. <laughs> Uh, you'll be 62, 63, i.e. essentially approaching retirement age. You'll be paying your student loan off for as long as you work in this country. For as long as you work in this country, right? Um, yeah, various various notes yeah. here. But essentially, uh, almost everyone is going to pay more uh, on their student loans. And for longer, it overwhelmingly benefits the super rich who earn high quickly. Yeah. So if you earn a lot of money out of uni at the traps, then You're you good. pay a bit less. But if you don't, then you are fucked for your entire working career. Yeah, that's a horrendous idea. Can you imagine coming out of uni at twenty-two and thinking, yeah, and until the day I stop working? And that's one of the farces of new labour as well. Was that mm -hmm. when you think about the time where working-class families started to acquire the wealth to mm -hmm. be able to send their kids to uni, they mm -hmm. tripled the fees. Yeah. I mean, that mm. was that was that was yeah, us, yeah, yeah. right? Three grand a year. Now my nieces and nephews who are thinking about going to uni, it's like 12 grand a year. So yeah. they're thinking, I, was, I, I mean, I am, and I can't believe I'm saying this as somebody who used to work in education. I mean, I can believe it actually mm. because institutions stuff. We'll come into that. Yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. yeah. Um, but I'm actively telling my nieces and nephews like, nah, bun that. They do it. Mm. Absolutely it's not. Worth not. It. Absolutely not. Because yeah. it, always, it always fucks the, the same people every yep. time. Yeah. I've got an incredibly biased view from having not gone to university, but even outside my kind of what you would say is yeah. not a representative example of career party take not going to university the most successful people who i know aren't people who went to uni no people who went and got a trade and who either started their own business or sought apprenticeships yeah. uh, and started working at either 16 or 18 these people among my friendship groups generally are people doing best 100 percent. yeah um anyway so and we have you got more? I do have more. I yeah. do have more. I just got a few more salient points. Cool. Uh, in that the salient points. Uh, 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 the IFS and the Resolution Foundation both mugging off the Tories. One point three million people will be pushed into poverty in this country. Can you imagine one point three million people? Yeah, I must have seen something floating around. You must have seen it as well with regards to the the food banks. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It was Iceland. Uh, they said something that nobody's picking up potatoes or anything that's sort of like root vegetables because the energy costs are too high yeah. to them for them to cook. Yeah. So that's what, that's no basically way. what, can you imagine that? Yeah. There's a meme flying around saying food banks have all of this food, but the things that are being left behind the most are potatoes and anything root because basically energy prices are too You've much. You've got to spend, wow. Because you have to, to spend wow. money on gas. And that you have to calculate like, that way <laughs> yeah. like your life. This, so this, is is where, is, this is where we are at in one of the biggest, strongest fuck. economies in the world. So this is where I was going to finish up basically. Like beyond the fuckery of this whole 200 pound loan that you mm. get for your gas bills, even though they know that it's going up by 700 pounds, we already have an inflationary squeeze and an energy price squeeze that are fucking people before you raise taxes on them. Mm. And the only point, the only like pretense that there is to voting for a conservative government is that they, they might put a little bit more back in my pocket. Yeah. But people now need to realize that that's not the case. Yeah. That's not the case. If you are working, they are taking money off you and they're giving it to their pals. It's explicit in the whole national insurance to income tax uh, transfer. Um, but it, it needs to be more clearly stated that we're having the worst decline in living standards since records began. Yeah. Mm. Since the 50s when they actually bothered to start calculating this shit, yep. this is as bad as it's been. It could be a, a higher hit to earnings than since, uh, than since the 2008 crisis. Um, the insidious thing about this, and actually the thing that pissed me off as someone who works in finance, is that an inflationary crisis does two things to public finances. Mm. So you're going to need to let me nerd out for 10 seconds on this one. But inflation, one, removes the 
uh, impact of the nominal debt stock of a country, meaning that it doesn't matter how much debt you've got outstanding, the higher inflation goes, the quicker that erodes in real terms value. Mm. So this inflationary crisis we have is actually helping us pay off our debt because number two, you get a higher amount in tax receipts because you earn more from more, relatively speaking, from stuff like VAT and uh, corporation tax as their earnings go up, right? So for a fixed amount of nominal debt, your real terms takings uh, increases and that makes it easier for you to pay off your public debts. And this is the whole insidious point about the spring statement is that the government ha is benefiting from macroeconomic conditions and it's refusing to spend that money to alleviate poverty in this country. And so when they kind of go on about the shit about, no, not Labour, the Conservatives are the party of working people, they're not. It's a lie. They're the party of the people that you work for and anything else is a fucking fallacy. Absolutely. Um, anyone who pretends to vote Conservative for anything remotely related to uh, public spending or yeah. finances, you're lying. Yeah. You're lying. It's because you don't like work culture. It's because you don't like this. And actually, much like Rishi Sunak pretending to fill up the fucking petrol tank of a car that turned out not to be his, I would respect conservatives more <laughs> if you just came out and really said why you're voting for The thing is, is what's also eye-opening is that this is where the developing world also learned their corruption. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is how corruption works anyway, yeah. right? But I think what's another reason why people vote conservative is an adjacent to power there is a thing that obviously, because apparently we don't need critical race theory, <laughs> but white British people who have come from working class backgrounds voting for the Conservative Party. Mazza. It's a cultural adjacent to power also, because yeah. it doesn't make any fucking sense mm -hmm. that you grew up on the Bermondsey estate, right? Moved out to Kent, mm. have seen the house prices blow up mm -hmm. and you have children mm -hmm. and you're voting for a party that are making it so impossible yeah. for your children to accrue wealth. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. So, it's just so that you can say, I made it out and I got my dollar. So how are you going to tighten your belt? <laughs> Martin what Lewis are, has run out. What are you going to this chop is out it. of your the life? The Ubermensch, the- This guy sent me a link this week. He was like, yo, Emma mattresses, 50% off, bro. Oh my God, I just went off a fucking G on fucking mattresses. I was like, bruh. First, you don't expose cost me. Cost of, what? First, you don't expose me like that. I, I <laughs> saw a 50% deal Wait. and I had to take it. I Martin, do have an Emma mattress yeah. and it is wonderful. Thank you I'm much. sure, but our listeners have to it feel like they know you, Johnny. I'm mm. holding secrets from them. How are you going to tighten your belt? Yeah, so, so, so when like the chief treasurer of the Jewish community, Martin Lewis, says that everything fuck. Stop it. Um, <laughs> it's, it's, a, it's a problem. It's a problem. It's a big problem, my friend. Everyone has no money. What about you, Grace? What are you going to cut out from your frivolous spending, you, you capitalist? Excuse mm. me, number one. I always buy my rice in bulk. Yes. <laughs> 10 kg. And this is how my Oyimbo at home, my boyfriend. Yes. Uh, he's the one. So the first time my mum came over to our flat and there was like a 10 kg bag of rice. Mm -hmm. Like when we've got this like uh, little outdoor larder thing. Mm -hmm. And she's like, oh, did you go and buy that? I said, no, PJ did. And she was like, oh, yeah, I've taught him well. This one, you've taught him well. You can keep him. You can keep him. Um, no, do you know what? It's, it's, it's mad because this is, I'm definitely at a point, you know, Thanks be to God, I'm earning the most I've ever earned. Mm -hmm. I used to be in teaching and I can't just imagine what you're feeling like mm -hmm. if you're working in the public sector. Mm -hmm. 100%. That's the thing that's nuts. I think about that as a lot. Te like, I think, you know, as a teacher, I remember when we'd get to a certain point in the term, budget would run out and I was paying out of my own pocket yeah. for line paper. Yep. I didn't get free lunches. Mm -hmm. I didn't get subsidized travel and I was living in London yep. and like on a 30 grand a year salary, 
it wasn't cute. Yeah. It's rough. You I, know? And so you've got responsibilities and whatever. So I'm just like, I, I feel very lucky that whilst everything is tightening, it, it is an impact. Yeah. But it's not something that's going to drastically change yeah. my life. Yeah. You know? And this yeah. this is one of the, again, one of the nastier aspects of um, of this budget is that the Conservatives, the IFS, the OBR, everyone knows that inflation will be running at eight point something percent this year and yet they're trying to tout a but three it feels like 12 but it feels like and it's probably high it's yeah, probably yeah. higher than eight really mm. uh but they're trying to tout the fact that after having cut 200 pound from universal credit it's going to go up by 3.1 percent mm. without mentioning the fact that it's a five percent cut in real terms and that five yeah. percent number is consistent basically um to wrap this up all the major economic think tanks uh have estimated that everyone is fucked somewhere between the tune of four and six percent now, if, as we are very fortunate, 4 and 6% is something we can wear. Yeah. Something we can wear. But the median eight, the median wage in this country is something like 27 grand. Mm. 4 to 6% off that wage is a killer. Hey, that's meals for your children missing. It's right? unforgivable. Mm. And, the, and, and, and there's been a lot of talk about this cost of living crisis. And it's a term that I don't really like. Firstly, because it's just so reductive that, like, firstly, is if we have a choice to be alive and that there is a cost to pay for this optionality, yeah, yeah. right? Which is so Literally. fucked. But it, it, it kind of like, it actually undersells how bad the crisis is. And what we're really facing as the sixth largest economy on earth is a, is a heating or eating crisis. Yeah. And there are, there's going to be like, uh, there's going to be so much work for Marcus Rashford to do over the last next couple of years. You know what I mean, so, so it's much a little boy could do. You know what so mean? fucked. There are, we are going to have, and, and this, you know where, where people were like, Fucking hell, we saw this poverty in Africa. We saw these wars in Africa. We didn't expect this shit to happen in Ukraine. This is coming to Britain, mm. right? Mm. And now people are going to see starving children in Britain. And is that the cost? Do we really need to pay that cost for people to stop voting conservative? Well, my old man used to say, uh, a country gets the government it deserves. 100%. And this is, uh, this is where we've yeah. ended up. <sighs> yeah, shout out to um, to all of our listeners who are going through it. Uh, I don't know, man. Is there a helpline that we can fucking put people in touch with? I always thought of, like the food bank stuff is great and stuff, but like... If I could just like send like hundred quid to like a family who I know are up against it every month or something, or fifty quid or something, that'd be that'd be pretty amazing and pretty impactful. And I think everybody should do it. Um, Join a union. Yeah. Join. I, I was, I mean, was going to say unionize. Yeah. Join a union. There couldn't be more more bro, of a better time. To growing do up, it. if this was happening when I was growing up, I would have had to sell every single color of fucking drugs. I probably, I probably would have had to sell my ass. Crime? I would have sold my ass. Crime is going Oy, to have to go up. I was selling like friend. I was selling like copies of CDs in college mm. to make to make money in it, so I didn't have to ask my mum for for lunch money. Like yeah. if this would have happened then, bro, I would have been selling my cheeks. Crime is going to have to go. I would have been doing box sprays in the in the canteen. Hundred percent. Every lunchtime or break time. Which was already happening anyway. Yeah. You know, Shout out all the hustlers. Fuck the Tories. So. Literally. When we brought Grace on a couple of weeks ago, I was like, please, let there be a story in the sector, in the industry that she used to work in before I met her. But nothing came about. And then we recorded. And literally a couple of days after, one of the most ridiculous weeks in schooling globally, actually. A couple of stories out of the UK. Um, one outside of the UK. Happened. Now, the first one is not a new story in terms of like the news cycle um, or in terms of when it actually happens. But, you know, we obviously have Grace here, so I want to get her views on it. We have had um, protests in London this week. And for our listeners outside of London, I can tell you why. Um, so in East London, there were protests this week to show support for a schoolgirl 
who we have come to know as Child Q, um, because that's how she's referred to in her court files. Child Q was 15 years old in December 2020 when her teachers accused her of smelling like that good shit. Um, after they failed to find drugs on her, they called in the popo and they conducted a strip search on her. She was on her period at the time and was made to take off all of her clothing, her underwear and her sanitary pad. I can't even. Um, spread her buttocks and as you have to do, cough. Clearly that has caused no end of trauma in the aftermath. In fact, her parents or her mother said that the trauma is so deep that she self-harms now um, and she often wakes up in the middle of the night just screaming um, and that they no longer recognize who their daughter was. Now, clearly, as a result, I said there have been protests, but there have been quite a few more things that have happened in as well as the protests. So obviously there was a massive response all across and that has resulted so far in two of the police officers who were involved um, in that whole debacle were removed from frontline duty, as they called it. Probably got a nice little desk job, um, if we know the Met as being the Met. Oh, the retirement package will be healthy as well. Or that. Uh, and there have obviously been calls for all the teachers involved and the headmaster of the school. That school's far to, to leave. <laughs> that um, school's very, yeah, very fucked. The mayor of Hackney uh, peppered them yep. on social media and publicly saying that in order for this to, in order for us to, to heal and to move on, you can't have those people mm -hmm. in leadership positions because obviously no. we've lost all confidence. We can dig obviously very deep into stop and search data. We know that it disproportionately affects us. Um, I could say us because we're all Nigerian. Um, Amen. Yeah. Um, disproportionately affects us, but Child Q's family are obviously continuing to take proceedings against the police. So this is an open... Mm situation at the moment and yeah i just wanted to first of all i can't even say i'm sorry because i don't want to say i'm sorry on behalf of these these horrible people but like it's horrible to hear this 15 year old who by the way she was pulled out of an exam she was doing i think she was doing her a i don't mock. know what they yeah a mock yeah. exam it's december right so yeah mock exam she was pulled out of an exam accused of smelling like weed and then what happened after is just absolutely abhorrent. Um, I how, how does this happen, Grace? How does this happen in a school setting? So this is the thing that is that that for me was quite um, astounding about this happened at the end of 2020. And ultimately, ultimately, every school has a safeguarding policy. They have a safeguarding team. And as an educator, your priority is to safeguard those children. The police can only, I mean, this, this is also an issue with the relationship between police and, and school. I think in like in 2021, it was something like there were like 638 police officers in schools across London. And the whole idea is that they're there supposedly as the liaison officers with regards to kids involved in gangs and gang crime. But the problem is those, those police officers who are placed in schools are not there as people who understand their role as pastoral figures, right? They're not there with training for pastoral, to be pastoral mm -hmm. figures. And often the police officers that you have in school are not suitable for that position. 
I remember when my school got turned into an academy, we both went to schools in Peckham and we had a police liaison officer, but he, he was very clear that he was like, I'm actually here as like an extension of your pastoral team. Don't see me as an enforcement of the law. I'm here just to essentially help support and nurture you. He was very clear about his role Mm -hmm. in that. You have a lot of police officers who are put there and see it as like a shit gig. Yeah. So they're resentful towards the kids because they're like, I'm not doing real jobs. I'm I, here thought, I thought I'd be Lufa. I didn't think I'd be in a fucking playground. I'm yeah. out here watching you lot do hopscotch yeah. or whatever it is, right? Um, but what I, the, the, the school, astounding failure by the school. Mm. It is insane that that happened. Because also, bare kids smell like weed. Mm. Weed is the is the fragrance of London. Yeah. Like you cannot yeah. like it. Just yeah. like I remember the the leaving like the the prom of the school that I taught at. There's like year elevens, but the kids were coming in that we there's there's a drug issue in every school. Yeah. Lots marijuana is yeah, very yeah. easy to get your hands on, and you can't accuse a child because they smell like it. That's what I was going to be carrying. To mm-hmm. That's exactly it. So this is the why thing. is there a link? Why was a link established? So this is the thing, and it can only be racialized. Yeah. It can only be racialized. And as somebody who I taught in a school in Eltham, yeah. we all know what Eltham is famous for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I saw the inherent bias that white teachers have towards black kids. They just don't have empathy for them, right? They don't see them as children. And this is where I can't help but be just say that this is where critical race theory is so important. We already have it on the curriculum, by the way. When we learn about the Second World War, we learn about how race was weaponized mm-hmm. and how Nazi Germany became Nazi Germany. So we already have that concept there, mm-hmm. but we don't, we're not ready to have that conversation about why is it that we perceive black people as inherently criminal? I can't mm-hmm. tell you why. Would you like to know? I yes, would please. want to know, okay. please. This man, his name is Carl Linnaeus, mm. 18th century taxonomist. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm, I'm, coming with the, I'm coming with the knowledge. Facts you know, and data. Honestly, so he was like one of the first people to create like a taxonomy of like all living organisms, right? Like mammals, homo sapiens, whatever. And he got a bit gassed, right? In the sense that he went, okay, I'm going to go from stratification of living organisms to now stratification of race. Mm-hmm. And so he came up with terminologies like Homo Europaeus for white folk, mm-hmm. Homo Africanus for Africans, mm-hmm. Homo Asiaticus, Homo Americanus. And he came up with um, essentially traits of these groups. And for whiteness or Homo Europaeus, it was like close to godliness, intelligent, yeah. mm-hmm. even tempered, so on and so forth. Homo Africanus. It was like sly, Mm -hmm. sluggish, so on and so forth. Deceitful, lazy. Deceitful, lazy. So this is why in 21st century, you have grown ass women, nonetheless. They were female police officers that did this to a young girl. Mm. In thinking that a child could be so sly or inherently criminal that they would do that. Do you know what I mean? Mm -hmm. I know it feels like a quite a large reach, but it's the only way we can explain why. No, but it is the end of the process. It is in the process. And it's also, we know the London Met is inherently racist. The people that they put in charge of the the London Met in the, in the forties and fifties came out the colonies. Mm -hmm. Like they were, they were generals in the armies Mm -hmm. and the colonies. Mm -hmm. So we know that they look at black children and don't see them as, as as human beings to preserve their innocence, like, like adultification, they call it. Exactly, twelve so like percent of school children in London or something are black, and yet a third of school age 
uh, stop and search incidents were yeah. from black children. Like it's like there's just an overwhelming amount of data that black kids are targeted. Absolutely. You have to say targeted. Absolutely. Targeted is the as if as if it were crime because these are tantamount unlawful. Yeah, they searches. did a, a recent Freedom of Information request to the Met said that the force conducted about nine thousand strip searches on children in the past five years. Yeah. In Hackney, where Charles Hugh is from, sixty percent of the children strip searched last year were black. The the only the only parallel to this that I've seen is when we were we were there was a conversation around um, oh, I forget the name of the place in North of England but you know those young girls that were essentially child I say Bradford, the groom you, thing yeah, the, the grooming Bradford, cycle yeah, yeah. was the, it Bradford yeah, was or it Rochford? Bradford or Rochdale, Rochdale, or Rochdale somewhere Rochdale, one of them ones Rotherham one of them and it was the way that the police spoke about they said that these young girls were on the game and the social care workers who were, you know, who were lobbying mm. for them essentially were saying, well, no, children can't be on the game because they're children. Mm-hmm. They're not prostitutes, they're mm-hmm. children, they're victims. Mm. And it's the only where, it's the only place that I've seen that sort of like ad- adultification of children. Yeah. But I could reel off anecdotes, but the thing that struck me when I became a teacher, I remember corporate punishment, illegal. Most white people don't hit their kids, right? Mm. Or again, I say, they need to deliver more legs. That, that, that's oh, a big generalization I just Browns. made there. I would like to you be need, clear. White people, listen, you need to slap your kids. <laughs> you need to slap them. They've uh, been talking I, too slick. I, I had, don't know, man. I, I don't know. Uh, I had the horse whip. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah, yeah, we covered that. We covered that. Shout out, Mumsy, man. Shout out your dad. Do you know what? And them this, times you made me well choose rounded the belt, you are. Thank you very much. You know, yeah, I'm a big believer. You got need licks, bro. Around, I yeah, don't. Know, I mean, so where where are you sit on that spectrum, right? I had a lot of colleagues, white colleagues, that didn't believe in hitting your kids. Mm-hmm. But when little when little David misbehaved in class, mm. David's parents like Ghanaian. Mm. Okay, the teacher would be like, "Oh, do you know what? I'm gonna because as a teacher, you're encouraged to call home mostly for positive stuff. Yeah. Most if a kid does well, it's a really good way of like creating that relationship with the parents. Mm-hmm. But also, calling home for bad behavior should be the very last resort, mm. right? Yeah. Yeah. Because often the kids that are habitual line steppers have got shit going on at home. Yeah. So calling home is not helpful yeah. to the parent, to the kid, to nobody, mm-hmm. right? So, but when it came to the black kids very quick to pick up the phone mm. if they've done something wrong in class. Mm. And I would often hear them say things like, well, you know, African parents are like quite strict. So I know that if he's, if he steps the line, mum and dad are going to give him a slap at home. Mm-hmm. And I'd be like, but you don't believe in hitting your own kids. Yeah. So why are you calling so home to get, get this kid yeah, slapped? Mm. Do you know what I mean? Even though culturally for me, I, I cannot pretend it's not something that I will dabble in myself. Mm. I don't know. Let's, let's, you know, pack that one there. <laughs> but, you know what I mean? So it was it was nuts. Just like you, I just constantly saw just a lack of empathy, and I think yeah. that's just what's that's just what ha- what's happened in this case is that these people just don't see black children as children. Yeah, it's um, that's it's horrible. School's, that school's um, fucked for a very long time. Yeah, though. yeah, yeah. I mean, what comes after? Like, just from a perspective of like, I mean, there's mm. the, there's no Ofsted rating, which quite quite depicts. This school's positioning now. I mean, like, what Off- happens Offset can come into play because and just like you are, close them down. They can't close them down per se, but it would be. So there's an element of of Ofsted where they look at the pastoral care and the pastoral policies, and they've clearly failed. They would have failed the policies there because even in in any school where there's a police officer, if a child is being interacted with by the police, you have to call the parents, and the parents have to be there before anything happens. Secondly, if you thought she had drugs in her body take her to hospital. Mm. That's what you should do. Yeah. 
Because in interfering in that, they could burst what... Do you know what I mean? If you thought that yeah, this child yeah. was carrying drugs in her body, you take them to the hospital. That's another thing that in the police procedure, they, they fucked up. And then the school... Them, now, that school's fucked for a very, very long time. Because I can't imagine, even if you're a white parent, that hearing that that yeah. happened, you would... To want... your own child, you wouldn't have confidence yeah. in them anymore. No, right? I mean, they're done. Um, well, sending love to child Q. I'm, I'm sorry that happened to you. Honestly. Um, it's horrible. Should we lighten the mood? Let's. <laughs> Tax, child abuse. Because <laughs> everyone's poor. Your kids are getting Across the road in the London borough of Hillingdon. That's not a London borough. And I'm not sure we you know what? should laugh. I was having this conversation. We need this. to redraw London's boroughs because places like Hillingdon. Mm, what zone is this that? sounds very white and colonial. No, sorry. This, I'm, it does. I, I've said I'm, a, said I'm a Hackney nationalist uh, in the past. I'm going to stand by that. This is... Jerry, where is Jerry Hillingdon? Ma- gerrymandering. And where is Hillingdon? Is that zone six or Who zone cares? seven? That's, that's it sounds London. like it's up like north, to be I honest. I don't know. It's a London borough, mate. If it's outside zone, anything outside zone four, not London. Yeah. Regional accents. Places like Rickmansworth probably shouldn't be considered. No. London. Barking. Not, so I had someone try yeah, to force no, on me today it. that Barking was London. Please. Yeah. So a 44-year-old teaching assistant called um, Alexandra Orquette <laughs> has been awarded a very big bag. Mm. A very, very big bag. Oh, how big? Like 144,000. Sorry? Great British pounds. Sorry? In compensation, fighters get. in compensation, after an attack by one of her students. Um, how old was this? God. Student. How big, how big was he? Was he like some 6'4", 17-year-old Oh, Johnny, you don't player? know the story. Okay, okay. So, tell him, tell him, dear. This, 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 this must have been a big, big bloke, right? He, he smashed her up. You'd think that, yeah. right? It's a very oh, big bag, as I said. I mean, so, UFC fighters got 25 grand for UFC London the other week. So that's, that's, that's no, a big no, payday. No. So she sued the borough of Hillingdon. Okay. Um, after the incident in 2017. <laughs> oh, after a five-year-old punched, pinched, five squared, or and kicked five. her, five years old, the student who was in reception at the time. <laughs> so who's, pay, who's described? Paying the, who's paying the bags? The London Borough of Hillingdon. Um, the five-year-old was described as being big for his age. No! And became physical with Alexandra as she tried to keep a classroom in order. <laughs> now, what was hilarious about this to me, not necessarily getting beaten up by a five-year-old, that's hilarious. That's objectively funny. On its own. That's objectively funny. But I don't know why I laughed at this. There's reason for why she rocked up to court like this. Okay. But I couldn't get past the fact that five years later, nearly six years later, mm. old Alex... This boy's now 10. ...showed up to court <laughs> with crutches. Hey! Where she described life-changing... Yes! ...chronic pain. She, she, she suffered as a result of this. But where did this child hit her? Like well, right on thought, every vertebrae? I'm glad or? you asked. <laughs> Punched every single Gracious bit. Literally. <laughs> just only her, went for her neck. This five-year-old 
left her with multiple soft tissue injuries. Yes. So a bruises. A couple of bruises. Bruises. <laughs> and long-term inflammation. Yes. Of what? Her little finger. Of her ego. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> no, sorry. She must have thought she was in America. Yeah, we don't do these lawsuits here. In she this sued the London Borough of Hillingdon because she felt they should have done more to protect her. Do you know what she patented? Place. I'm not gonna lie. She 140 bag. 140 bag. I'll tell you why she patented it. She's she's that is a primo UFC check. Before you do, medical experts described old Alex as having been resilient and cheerful prior to this ordeal. Not that resilient. The assault, they called it. Slapped by a fire. But said she is now plagued by chronic back pain. <laughs> PTSD. For what? And depression. Oh. There's things I could say, but if you put, I'm not even, I'm not even going to just go down that road. The first one I'm going to say is, I'm not even, I'm not even sure that I would publicly admit getting banged up by a five-year-old for 140 bank. And can I just say, my mum's a It's not worth it, is it? It's not worth it. My mum's a nurse, my mum's a nursery nurse, yeah. So she works with toddlers. Mm. And the stories that my mum comes out with, right? And obviously this is the, this is one of the primary issues. Even when I was a teacher, I had teenagers growing up to me Mm. and you can't hit them back. Mm -hmm. But I made a decision when I became a teacher that I had a limit. And I remember there was certain classes because when I had the ruffians, and I say the ruffians, it was just the ones that were like the CD borderline kids, Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. grade wise. And I came in there, I was like, you know what? My pride is very important. So (laughs) for some of you, if you... (laughs) Play me. Push me. I will play you. <laughs> like no. You had to you had to kind of give them an edge that like you were crazy. You yeah. Know? Like they yeah, had yeah, to think yeah. now Miss could actually, she could might actually swing. flip. She, she might, might switch. Swing. Yeah, she might swing. And it worked well for me. Nobody stepped. But there was a couple of times where some boy stepped and I gave him that, you know, only this is one thing I've been taught in my life. If someone or something is giving you a side eye, you need to step back. Yeah. Yes. You yeah. know? Yeah. That comes so with confidence. But my mum gets, she, she, I'm not gonna lie, she gets bullied by Douglas, man. She oh, comes home and she's like, this little boy today, you know, kick me in the shin. <laughs> <laughs> and the parents come, right? So my mum's a nursery nurse. The parents come to pick up the kids. Mm-hmm. And then, um, they at the end of the day, and they'd be like, "Oh, so you know, un, you know, she te- she's a nursery nurse day? in Peckham. Yeah, yeah, she's a nursery nurse in Peckham. So yeah. Peckham demographic has changed somewhat, yeah, but there yeah. are some, you know, the locals are still there, and they'd be like, "Oh, auntie, how are the kids today?" Mum would be like, "You know what? To be honest, today, not good at all. <laughs> not good at all. Ade kicked me in the ankle again." <laughs> What are you going to do about it, Dad? Why are we laughing at Grace's mum getting kicked in the ankle? I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Her next line is, if he was my son, I, I would just beat him. <laughs> I would just I would slap just him slap there now. Him. Slap um, him there. But yeah, bro. But she got, but does she patent it? Because yeah. she couldn't hit the kid back. Yeah. So, Alexandra. <laughs> no, or so Kex. you can pick up a five year old, innit? You can. No matter how much they're thrashing and smashing, you can pick up a fiver, do a Simba and just hold him to his little limbs are thrashing. Pin him down. (laughs) Get the other kids to sit on him. Yeah, that's wild. (laughs) I'm even joking. Two lollipops to anyone who just (laughs) mashes him up for me. Naturally, (laughs) old Alex has not yet returned to work Mm. and told the court she still has a lump and swelling around her hip from the attack. And that she is yet to be able to return. But she is now with this hefty lump sum in her bank accounts, looking forward to a new start. Yes, she will return to health miraculously. 
She I returned just, to health. Th this is where the teachers' unions probably, I don't know the ins and outs of it, but if she could prove that the school failed in supporting her in that scenario, that's where she got paid out. Mm. That, I mean, that is the bag, right? It's a, 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 a breach of uh, care from yeah, the yeah, yeah. council to her. That, that breach of contract, that's, that's the wild bag. Stuff. That's the bag, right? And um, oh, uh, well, just, just to close up the, the, top, the school topic, um, yeah, obviously we had the news, uh, which I guess no one really saw as a massive surprise, but it's along the themes of education. And as I said, there's a story outside of London which actually affects Afghanistan. You would have probably seen mm. that the Taliban administration um, basically reversed their decision on the day um, about secondary school admissions for young girls. So they opened up the schools or reopened the schools with some new rules and this new regime post the US withdrawing and the new newly branded Taliban. Yes. Um, and all the rights that it's going to give to women and yes. et cetera, et cetera. Um, reneged on that uh, oh, pretty no. crazy, right? No way. Um, and essentially this means that female students above the sixth grade will not be able to attend hmm. school. So solidarity with all of the Afghan young women who want to get an education, who want to have a normal life. There's not much really I can say. I'm pretty sure there's not much we can add to this, but yeah, it was just a sad story. So I just oh, wanted just to- let, uh, let young girls I mean, live their lives. I mean, it's crazy. Man. I will say that there is- No. There's a Nobel Prize waiting. For? For the first girl who decides to be Afghanistan's Malala. Bro, that, that yeah. involves a, that involves like, one of them to the head. Yeah, I'm not really. That's it. That's yeah, I don't no, know about that one. There. Yeah, she was uh, very, very lucky one. Yeah, yeah She yeah. survived. <laughs> she did. Yeah. And now she has a Nobel Prize. She does. I don't know how she's not more gassed than she is. To be honest, because she's that's like very messiah chill. shit. I will say. <laughs> you know I, will, I, mean? I will say. Banner aside, she had the greatest ever Instagram launch of a man. Yes. Of all time. Yes. Of all time. Well, her boyfriend. She dated her husband. Hi. Hey, hey, please. Boyfriend. She dated in silence. Yes. And announced she was engaged yes. from nowhere. Yes. That was it. There was no soft launch. Yes, Malala. There was single to husbanded. Done yes. Know. Done now. Straight. Around. And she looked fly. He yes, looked he looked fly. fly. They looked fly there together. Was, was very cute and coquette. And I was yes. Like, nah, <laughs> Boom. Nah, it this was. is how you launch your man. I said, Malala's got game. When, she, when, he, when he's paid for the ring, you can launch. She before better then, have game. Yes. yes. Yeah, yeah. So, um, yeah. Love. God, what a rough week, isn't it? Do you know yeah, what I mean? It's been a mad week for schools. <laughs> it's been a mad week. All I will say is this. If your children are in the education system, hmm. you really, 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 really need to take time to understand the safeguarding policy. Yeah. Sit and read that shit. 100%. Really understand what's going on. Or just, um, just be rich and send your kids to private school. No, that's very anti-black. Don't do it. Don't yeah. do it. Don't mm -hmm. do it. You're part Nigerian now. You can't be playing these games. Ah, they're, they're, I, I bet rich Nigerians at boarding yeah, school. Yeah, I know. Yeah, and and, mm. and then the, the Tory... Con oh, let's not even go there. Can be bad. <laughs> and her brains. Uh, that's bite? That counts like a... I think that counts as a bite. <laughs> yeah. So, we are moving on. Yes. The British royal family <laughs> has been facing global embarrassment yes. this week. Yes. Rejection. Uh, specifically... Old Kate and Will, who we have as being um, what color is the kid? Yeah, we have Daphne William as the in house. It has to be William. Ask that question. Yeah, the in house racist. 
Yeah, so they have been doing a tour of the Caribbean. I believe it was Belize. That's where mm. they started. Jamaica. Yeah. Bahamas. Yeah. Yes. And this is to prep them for the Queen's, what is it, Jubilee? Which one is it? Gold? Diamond. Diamond Jubilee. So the Duke and Duchess of Cambridge began yes. their week-long tour. Yeah, so as I said, it was supposed to be for them to celebrate 70 years of the Queen on the throne. Many people were also saying that after what happened in Barbados, where they essentially said, nah fam, we are on our own now, please leave me be. Funny, man. Um, they wanted to get ahead of neighboring Caribbean countries doing the same. So they were there on a fraternizing, shaking hands, kissing mm -hmm. babies type of visit which weirdly featured Raheem Sterling and my man from Aston yeah, Villa why was he playing for all well, they're just kicking the um, ball in the park yeah so that was also a bit weird yeah um but yes growing calls to cut ties with the queen mm. in this particular part of the world slavery reparations all of that in the mix mm. people want answers they want reparations they want apologies and you know what else Richard <laughs> please you know what else Richard what else the queen, she's always there talking about the Commonwealth. Who, 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 who? I'm so, you know, I'm so affectionate about them. So when Theresa May was there, deporting your Commonwealth people, yes, the ones we begged to come here to what rebuild the economy. Auntie Liz, <laughs> where were you? But the queen doesn't get involved in politics. Remember, you can't, you can't, no. you can't conflate the two. No. Yeah. Olu Elizabeth. <laughs> Olu, where were you? But you know what I'm saying. But at the same time, these men don't forget that because their uncles who'd been in the UK for 50 years yeah. were sent back out of hey, nowhere. No, do you know what it was? Like it wasn't no, a problem. I love it. No, no. Whilst uncle and auntie were still in the UK, mm -hmm. it wasn't a problem. Now that they've been shipped back, yes. Now it's a problem. Yeah. Absolutely. Now it's a problem. So while, rightly so. So while Prince William and Lady Kate arrived, what they didn't know is that the government, the Jamaican government, had already began the process yes. of transitioning the island nation on stage to a republic. Can I you imagine that? The L on stage. That. Yeah. Love so that. you had academics, politicians, cultural figures. Hmm. Shout out Beanie Man. Shout, yes. I was literally um, about to say, Beanie Man was- Nobody wants to see that. Nobody <laughs> wants to see that. Beanie Man was in Beckenham nine months ago doing a festival. He was yes. about in London. He, he was, was everywhere he was when he came. <laughs> like he was everywhere. Like, and I, rightly so. Beckenham doesn't even surprise me. He showed up everywhere. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and they all signed an open letter <laughs> calling for the royal family to apologize and pay reparations. Will kind of be put in a little nice speech echoing what his dad said a Not few even. months ago, basically saying this was wrong. Not even. Uh, he did. Come on, let's be fair. Let's be objective absolutely not no let's be objective he did a speech which was kind of like look acknowledging that it was wrong didn't say sorry acknowledge with power signs did, yeah exactly yeah. didn't wow. say sorry didn't say a damn a goddamn thing about reparations no didn't um, apologize about, apologize about megan huh didn't apologize huh? about megan um he expressed profound sorrow fuck off um for the appalling <laughs> atrocity the of Slavery. Absolutely. But fast forward to a couple of days into the uh, tour, the visit, the Prime Minister of Jamaica, yes. Andrew Holness. Yes. yes. William and Kate thought they were just going to come in for a little cheeky, little clink of a glass. These, these two have not <laughs> a little enough Jamaicans a little in their life photo no, he doesn't to anticipate. They thought it was going to be, go. they thought it was going to be Rishi in the petrol station. Mm. Honestly, it these men don't ramp. They it was not. 
nuts. No, no. Because so, you know, so the Andrew, original hype man. He's going to have a nice like, lunch. <laughs> Mr. Andrew Crazy. waited Literally. until he had all of the cameras in the world, on all three of them, and delivered the message. We want out. Yes. Um, I, think said, I think he actually said, we'd, ra- we'd rather not. <laughs> we ha- would rather... We I don't actually have... Can the I just pause that? Was he also the politician who when the vaccines started being rolled out, was like, let's just wait. No, so that was a mayor of a town. Was a oh, okay, video. okay, okay. Let let them, we, we, there's a video yeah, where we played them, it. Let them one day, let them, let them one try, try that on first. Let them and if try. it work, it come to Jamaica after. <laughs> <laughs> that was so choked. Sorry, back to you, Rich. No, no, no. I've got not much more to add. Clearly what we're seeing is a change in the narrative where the royal family aren't willing to do and say the right things i think the ship has now sailed for all future relationships so you are going to see a trend of this happening across the caribbean uh jamaica just happens to be the second country to do it after barbados 100 what i want to know is who is the barbados equivalent or the jamaican equivalent to rihanna going up on stage next to the prime minister looking sexy as fuck as they announced the ting. I'm thinking Shen Sia. Steph London. Steph London? <laughs> I mean, English. I, mean, I know, I know. I mean... Yeah. Shen Sia? Yeah, yeah, it's an early frontrunner. I'm here for it. It's an early frontrunner. I'm runner. here for it. Um, I mean, we've not really got much to say on this, do we? Um, do we? Do we have much to say? It's funny It's funny you say that Jamaica's the second country uh, after Barbados to walk down the path of republicanism mm. because Jamaica was also the second country uh, to declare independence from Britain yeah. in the Caribbean. Five pound gift for either of you. You can guess which country was the first in the Caribbean to declare independence from Britain. Um, oh, I don't know, you know. I'll give you a hint. It happened in- Antigua. Ni- it happened in 1962. That, that not a hint at all. Antigua. Sorry. <laughs> it's not Antigua. Okay. Guyana? Closer, but not right. See, this is where my geography Saint is in the Caribbean. Kitts? No. Saint Lucia? It was Nuestros Vecinos Venezolanos, uh, Trinidad and Tobago. Ah. Oh. The first country to declare. Funnily Shout enough, all, so basically, like all the all the. I always um, forget Trinidad and Tobago was on the British rule because you know uh, Trinidad. Yeah, you know. Yeah, yeah. So, <laughs> so, so this, so this is why I started looking into this, right? Like all of the um, uh, kind of British Caribbean islands started declaring in early 1960, 61, 63. Yeah. I was like, hmm, this is interesting. When did the Spanish give up theirs? 140 years earlier. We Whoa. dug in. That's how much longer we dug in. All the Spanish-speaking Caribbean islands dipped in like 1812. Yeah. Yeah, 1820. We held on to the 60s. Can you imagine? Jamaica became independent when Tim Westwood was five years old. Stop it. No, but it's Why? true. Why? Why did true. you draw for that stat? It's just context. Tim. Just, Tim, just, just context. Shock value. I mean, isn't it? why not? Just, just context. saying, Tim Westwood is yeah, shock I mean, value. Why not? Just came out of nowhere, though. Just, just context. Saying Another one of your white kings, though. To be fair. Yeah. Well, no, he's. Tim, Put I, your no, hands I'm, in the air. I feel like someone's traded him. If in you the got a clean pussy, make some noise. Put your titties in the air. I feel like I feel like Norfolk, some you know. I feel like some misguided black guy <laughs> in 2009 traded Tim Westwood in the race draft yeah. for like I don't know. 
Wayne Routledge or yeah. something. And that would have been a good trade in 2009. Yeah, fair. Do you know what I mean? Um, the whole thing about this tour, right, is like beyond the whole... <laughs> like, firstly, there's like the photo op of them like in Bruv, the, with, the, with the cage, the fence, the Bruv, fence brother, and I, the hands. I can't do it. Extremely it, mad chat. Wow. Even, even like one more thing, mad, more mad than that one wow. is like some PR dickhead in the palace was like, okay, well, listen, your old man and the mother that he killed uh, stood in this Jeep... Oh, uh, stood in this Jeep in the 60s in military uniform uh, and kind of like did the open top procession thing yeah. upon all the crowds. So so we think that you should do that again. Uh, and even though your brother who actually served in the military uh, isn't allowed to be part of the family, you should wear the military uniform uh, and we'll do the whole open Jeep thing again and it will look fine. It they still had fine. love for Harry though, by the way. Being him, I was oh, like, if it was, if it was Harry... It'll if be it were Harry and Meghan, it'd be different. Different story. Different. But I think this is. I, I. I. It's. It's. I want to say that they are out of touch. I don't think that they are. I just. I. I don't know. It's mad. It's mad that in 2021, when black people, especially throughout the pandemic, have seen. I think blackness has gone through a renaissance in itself. Like black culture has gone through a renaissance in itself. Yeah. I would say globally. And what we've what we've seen as a collective diaspora mm -hmm. is our treatment in the midst of a pandemic. Mm -hmm. We're seeing how black people are being treated in the midst of a war, mm. so on and so forth. And you'll go in there, you'll go in there with your smiles and shit. Yeah. Expecting, I what are they expecting from so it? So this is so this in twenty twenty one. Where so, do they think people are mentally? Sam, so without Sam, you without know, you know you know we're in a new year. Yeah. It's twenty twenty two. Did I say 2021? Yeah, yeah, twice. I mean, that hangover is lit, bro. You still... Very large glass. if it was like January 20th, I'd be like, yeah, you could still say it's No, but Johnny said it last week, bro. Every day has felt like a Tuesday since... October energy. October energy. 22... What? Listen, the thing that gets me, right, about this visit, like beyond the whole, like, let's dress as colonialists and drive around and pretend that people are going to wave at us, right, is the whole, like, every time they talk about slavery they're like hmm isn't it unfortunate that this thing just happened mm. isn't it unfortunate that this like sporadic event was a little blip on our history and with Six. and without smudge, without even a like you're not they're not going to apologize for it they're obviously not going to apologize for it and that's fine it's not fine but there are reasons that they're not they can't say sorry you can contextualize that right but it's just the way that they pretend that it wasn't a like economically essential aspect of their civilization for hundreds of years it wasn't a little blip for a little five years that a rogue officer put a couple man in chains by accident <laughs> and, then like, and then like gave the money back because he got caught by the judge like oh. this this the entire underpinnings of their family's wealth was driven by the slave economy and they're like we're sorry that you feel that way. So you know, you know when you like break up with, a, with like a toxic geezer, and he's like, "I'm sorry that that hurt you," rather than being like, "I'm sorry, yeah. I smashed your missus." I'm, I'm right? sorry if you took it. I'm that sorry way. If, it, yeah. if it made you upset. That's yeah. basically what. That's what this. That's what the, like the slavery tour is about, right? If we it's, ever do that top ten books to read, yeah, you guys are really pushing for that. Walter Rodney. It has to be. The, it has uh, to be. No, it has to be Franz Fanon, well. The Wretched of the Earth. Yes. Excellent shout. And Paolo Freire, Pedagogy of the Oppressed. Yes. Another guys. excellent shout. Like but going, yes. just, just bringing it back a little bit. Guys. Very niche reference. But I remember when David Cameron was running um, for power and he went to some sixth form in South London. Yes. And it was some, this very, very wavy youth. Yeah, very, the waviest <laughs> gal on road. Yeah. She was like, 
hey, Mr. Cameron, yeah? Why wouldn't you apologise about the slave trade? <laughs> and he was like, Ahead of I don't time. think that I should apologise something that I didn't do. I don't think it'd be fair. Yes. No, he didn't expect her to have receipts. Oh. She, she said, yeah, but your granddad, your great granddad, whoever hey. them, ma'am, slave trader. Your Queen money oh. comes from slave trading. That's right. So actually, you it benefit you. from it, bro. Yeah, yeah. She the- said you benefit from it. Amazing. I can't even remember. I, I'm gonna yeah. I'm gonna it was definitely yourself. But that, so, so this all came out, right? So there were these war bonds, uh or, or um reparation bonds that basically the British Empire had to pay out to people uh who used to owe, used to earn slaves and we, and we agreed at the abolition of slavery in eighteen fourteen or something we were gonna pay this mm. debt off to to like liberate Tate and Lyle Sugar. Yeah, yeah. So so like basically like fine like okay like we'll like if you give up the black people then we'll pay you for it that's the deal fine done and uh, it took us hundreds of years to pay off this debt and it turned out that like cameron's second cousin or something was still getting cash yeah was still receiving the envelope in the 20 in the big 2010s yeah for the for so like the idea that this ruling establishment this ruling class let alone the fucking royal family, the Royal East India Company, the Royal Africa Company, the Roy- all these orders of royal ascent weren't benefiting from some accidental little blip uh, is is the most insidious thing. And actually, it's it's one of my, it was probably my word of 2021, the audacity yeah, yeah, yeah. of these people to turn up there and pretend that they're welcome. Come I'm going to turn it up, the caucasity. Yes, the caucasity. The caucasity of it uh, is is astounding. Mm. Mm. Is astounding, and these people, I just just tin them. Shout out Jamaica, Jamaica. Um, <laughs> we, I mean, look, this Kanye West thing. Do we really want to talk about? It? Look, we spoke about Trevor Noah before. Trevor Noah, <laughs> Trevor Noah said some shit, right? Trevor Noah said some shit about Kanye West and the way that he's been moving mad with Kim Kardashian, right? Has then, he? yeah, and then Kanye West called him a coon. Right, and then Instagram were like, "You're out of here, buddy," and they froze his account. Oh. And, and then a few days later, the Grammys, who have nominated him for I think five awards this year, he was due to perform basically with not that. for Donda, bruv. You're the only one who's sleeping on that album. That album is trash. You're trash. Um, he got Donda. nominated for five, Donda. and then was supposed to Donda, 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 Donda. He was meant on. to perform at the Grammys, but has now also been told that due to his alarming, disturbing behaviour <laughs> online as it pertains to Kim Kardashian, he is no longer allowed to show up and perform at the Grammys. Racism. Johnny, Johnny, your people are moving mud again. What? Um, 100%. Trevor Noah obviously received a lot of criticism because he is hosting the Grammys and people felt that his influence or his comments about Kim, uh, Kanye and Kim led to that banning. Yeah. So he then went on to Instagram quiet. or Twitter and said, I said, cancel Kanye, not cancel Kanye. He had nothing to do with his omission from performing. Hmm. But what has emerged since is a CEO, so Jay Prince, one of the most scariest, most gangster G CEOs from Rap-A-Lot Records, who was the reason why Drake and Kanye are besties again, basically came out and said, this is a fuckery. Yeah. And it is time that we take matters into our own hands He said, I've been watching the Grammys control and dictate our culture to their benefit up close and personal for the past 30 years that I've been in the music business. Yep. All the artists, managers, and executives, all they would do is complain. But never have the nuts to come together and do anything 
about it. Even though the latest episode deals with Trevor Noah and the cancelling of Kanye, this racist act is so much bigger than them. Mm. So they cancelled Kanye. They discriminated against Drake, The Weeknd, Nicki Minaj, and many others over the years. This will only be broken by us uniting our powers to bring about change moving forward. He proposes that at the exact same time the Grammys are taking place in a couple of weekends, mm -hmm. Kanye West, mm -hmm. Drake, mm -hmm. The Weeknd, mm -hmm. Nicki Minaj, mm -hmm. and a couple of others mm -hmm. all get their asses to Las Vegas yep. and put on a super show at the oh. exact same time. Take back the power and what made this even more amazing is we have finally i was i thought this sounds amazing it's great but none of the artists are really coming out and saying anything when he posted about it jay prince Nicki minaj commented she said respect but no one's actually done anything no one's announced anything today front man for the biggest rap group arguably at the moment the migos yes quavo he was like you will not see me at the grammys oh okay fam it begins. It begins. You know why it begins? I'll tell you why it begins. <laughs> <laughs> no, do you know what? There is a wonderful, uh, I don't know if you guys watch like the Vox documentaries on Netflix. I don't. They are brilliant. Oh no, yeah, the Vox ones on Netflix, yeah, but they, yeah, they're yeah. usually called like Explained yeah, or yeah, something yeah. like and that. They're really yeah, short. yeah, yeah. And they did one on, on like dance and dance crazes. And essentially they were talking about just how like, you, you probably would have seen this, but when there was this, I, can't, I don't know what her name is, just like this young white influencer, she went on Jimmy Fallon's show, one of them ones, and was uh, doing and all she the TikTok Proper dances. ripped off all the dancers. Yeah, 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 yeah. and all the, the, you know, all the originators yeah, of these yeah. dances. They don't get paid, people. paid a penny. And so they were talking about the idea of like how these things happen. For example, the waltz it is linked. The waltz was at one point seen by 19th century as a crazy over-sexual dance. Can you imagine? The waltz. It started. It started it's in um, racist, in in, in Sweden, and they thought of it as like really racy because they were close to each other. Up until that point, they didn't have any dances where people were, were close to each mm. other. But anyway, it just goes back to then, like the Charleston when you know African slaves were not allowed to drum, mm -hmm. and yeah. so they started doing dances that had a lot of rhythm in it and whatever. And it's just like if you are a black artist, you are watching white people rip off your shit all the fucking time mm -hmm. yes and if get you're paid a black more. person you're watching your culture being ripped off i as i was talking about them fucking succubus and jezebels the kardashians last, mm. last time i was here <laughs> all the fucking time so i am so for this this thing tommy lee jones pamela anderson have a, a they have a film series on disney yeah i'm gonna get into disney. it i know mm. And he was beating her up actual domestic violence kanye has just sent some wild texts yeah and they have castled him. Yeah. I feel like yeah. I feel like maybe black people should organize, right? And they should make their own television network, and they should call like it Black BET? Entertainment <laughs> Television. You raise, a and then once very black people have point. their own television network, they could have like their own awards. You raise season. a very good point, but and it can be called the BET Fortunately, the power structure. That's such a good idea, Johnny. Honestly, you're such a visionary. Thank you. Stop the it. ownership Thank structure is, is, has been one demographic since mm. the start of hip-hop it's always been white men it's always been jewish men That's it's your peeps, Johnny. Talk typically to your talk to your people you did have the likes of rockefeller come through it was black owned they had a joint venture with the likes of def jam and so on and so forth but for the most part the power structure has always been mm. um with the white men in in black music so you raise a very good point about bet we've always had bet 
We've always had the MOBOs. Mm -hmm. We've always had like NAACP awards, Soul mm. Train awards in America and so on and so forth. But they have managed as a brand, the Grammys, similar to like the Oscars, I guess. Mm -hmm. They Their brand is is ultimately become the elite yeah. CV staple, right? Mm -hmm. It raises your prize even if you're nominated, let alone if you win. So it's always been an aspirational career high to win a Grammy, which is why artists have lost their shit even more recently. I think it was The Weeknd who alluded to doing a whole bunch of things that the Grammy committee asked him to do and then he ended up getting no nominations. Award shows are quite corrupt, right? Oh. And there's, a, there's a lot going on in the background, but ultimately they are a staple. They help drive streams. Mm -hmm. They help get you additional sponsorships. Take they, the mainstream. They, 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 yeah, they help into... Yeah, they help instill confidence in yes. you to your label that you are worth giving another five album deal to or so on and so forth. But that needs to stop, right? Yeah. We need we need to go back to the BETs. We need to we need to show up more, put more money in, put more ratings on the likes of the Mobos and so on and so forth, so that the Brits even in the UK, yeah, isn't seen as the number one award to win here. And that's what I was saying about the Black Renaissance earlier on is that I think that also we have to talk about like economic power. For the first time, there is a sizable economic power within the black community and therefore more opportunity to say no mm. but there has to be a collective effort of it has to like, be collective do you know what enough yeah. like enough of remember i you you know when was it it's like the the french version of the brits or whatever mm. where they limited the amount of black artists that were able to be nominated because mm. they were like it's un it's not fair to all the french white artists because <laughs> the most in Europe, isn't it? Like the most streamed music in Europe is French hip hop. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. So this goes back to a topic that we'd spoken about, the organization of relative dollars and, mm. we, and the organization of the gay dollar versus the, the organization of, of, mm. of the black dollar, yeah. right? And what is it? What are the structural drivers that stop the black dollar being organized? And we also spoke on the last episode about how the Kardashians are now de-blacking basically mm -hmm. because they've rinsed what they perceive to be the Succubus. black dollar to go back into the mainstream by fucking weird looking white guys well <laughs> this is your opportunity is it not this is your opportunity in in creating a solidarity in yeah. economic forms around your own black pound your black dollar your whatever and concentrating that into black content because if that is what if that is what represents your values and your interests then focus and vote with your wallets towards those aims. And there was, I think it was Little Sims who came out with a quote recently mm. that said when uh, a lot of the stuff, the content she creates is seems to be created for or about black people. And, and she said, well, when people talk about people, like the word people in popular discourse is often meant to refer to white people, but having grown up as a black woman, when people just say the word people, black people don't think white people, black people think black people. people yeah. And in, it, it's that, direct action in that she was a content creator and so she focused her energy into into her default being black her out her output of content was black and if that if that is the community that you want to support then then the input of your dollar should go black and yeah. support black artists support black businesses and until uh the 
externalities of the industry start to support your sector, your segment to a fashion that you deem acceptable, vote with your wallets. 100%. And buy yeah. black. I mean, the Grammys, they're weird. They saw the R. Kelly sex tape that we all saw. I didn't watch it, but we all saw and still gave that guy bare awards. So yeah. even, even from a perspective of like cancelling Kanye West because of a domestic issue with his missus, which is nowhere near as egregious as what R. Kelly did, is, is, one, hip, is one hypocrisy. Mm. But going to what you're saying about like power and where it should where it should be, we should have given up on the Grammys ages ago. Do you remember when Macklemore, remember when Macklemore won oh, Best Album of the Year over Kendrick Lamar yeah, for Good Kid, Man City? Match, yeah. Like we've had, like, do you remember when like uh, well, Amy, Swift. Amy which Winehouse one was, which one was Taylor Swift over Beyonce? Was that? Yeah, 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 well? exactly. And, and like, Kanye was justified. Yeah, exactly. Maybe was, the maybe the last correct thing that he ever said. In I think Herbie Hancock won Album of the Year when Back to Black came out. I think, <laughs> yeah, I, I, there are so many. Okay, and, and he's obviously a black man, so I'm never gonna hate on him. But like, um, there are so many examples of the Grammy just being unfit for purpose anyway. And so this should have happened a very long time ago, but there's something yeah. that we can't really detach ourselves from in terms of the allure of what the Grammys represent. And that cultural shift needs to take place. And it sounds like it's happening now. And I think this is going to be a theme that emerges yeah. across other industries and across other awards and so on and so forth. Absolutely. I can't help but think of like Angela, Angela Davis, who is one of my icons. Amen. Mm beautiful woman but she i saw her at like a women of the world um event at the south bank center years ago mm -hmm. and she said we have to build our own institutions because mm -hmm. the institutions that are in place are built to function the way that they function mm -hmm. so we saw it happen you know when moonlight i don't know if you've seen moonlight yeah, yeah, yeah. one of the most beautiful, beautiful films film. yeah. sumptuous mm -hmm. i'll call it a sumptuous mm -hmm. film just yeah. because visually it was like i felt the florida heat it yeah, was sumptuous yeah. Yeah. Gorgeous, that whole slip and whatever with the you know La La Land, La La Land winning anything. There you go. It's trash. When it's about jazz, yeah, and there no, are no black people in it. Let's not even. But you know she's totally right. It's just yeah. like black culture has influenced everything mm. for the past eighty years, a hundred years. So with, again, longer without but, without meaning to like loop into a previous theme, but this is again this is a similar mindset to what we said about poor people voting conservative mm. and that you're supporting a system that you think you can achieve it. Black artists think that by winning a Grammy, they will change the Grammys. You're not going to change the Grammys. They might let you become a Grammy award winning artist yeah. in the same way that capitalism might let you become the one poor person that gets rich. Yeah, it's, it's, the entire system is designed yeah. to exploit your productivity. A lot of people, especially like when Jay-Z, for example, got into the NFL and he was doing all that stuff post Colin Kaepernick and people were like, mm. how can you associate yourself with this very, very white, very, very elitist mob of NFL club owners who are never going to let you own a club who are never really going to let you access the same things that they can access and people are like but you've got to be in you've got to be in the circle to make the change you have to play the game you have to be an active participant in it to create change from within i've always thought that that's a played out way of looking at it mm. because that's not how very, very successful communities, whether it be the Jewish community, the Asian community, the gay community mm. have operated. Mm. To your point, they've created their own and waited mm. for everybody else mm -hmm. to catch up. Mm. Our thing, and I don't know if this is just like an inherently black flaw, mm. is we feel like we have to succeed 
in that world mm. and take it over as opposed to just, as you say, circling back to the BET Awards, the Mobile Awards and just being like, this is this is the baddest this thing here. Jay-Z, Russell, Pharrell, Kanye West, all these people were like, especially Kanye West, who's like, I'm a billionaire, I'm a billionaire, mm. I'm a billionaire. Come and get it. Just say, come and get it. Bro, just break off, break off 50 M's. Come no, and get it. I don't know. I, I would say, okay, so think about like in the 90s, late 90s, early noughties, there were, there were a lot of, just TV as an example, coming away from music for a second. There are a lot of TV shows that were where the principal, like the focus were black families. Mm -hmm. So whether it was my wife and kids, yeah. oh, whether it iconic. was- Iconic. Michael yes. Kyle's iconic, literally, right? he is like my model right? of, what a, uh, of what a dad should be. My wife and kids, one-to-one, -one, girlfriends. There, were, there was a period early noughties where I remember there being a lot of like black TV content. Yeah. All of a sudden it got like, it just got cut, cut off, yeah. right? And the idea was the time was they just it, the the black viewership didn't matter. Mm. That was the thing. It wasn't that there weren't enough black people watching it. It was just that, okay, fine, we've got that viewership coming in, but that's not what we but actually want to go over. Right? Exactly. So I think I get what you're saying. It's like as black people, we need to spend the pound in black shops. Mm. It's why shout out to Buster Mantis in Deptford, oh, no. sickest place. You know, I will spend my money on in in black institutions as much as I can yeah. but there also are structures that we do economically are in a much better position now in 2022 yeah. or the year right <laughs> to go and <laughs> spend our end. money in places where we can actually make an impact you yeah. know and I think that's the thing it's like I saw an advertising campaign for Abercrombie and Fitch the other day where everybody in the advert was brown Abercrombie & Fitch, to me, has been one of those brands where it's always been like, you are not welcome here. Mm. Like, we're, not, we're not looking for mm. thick-thighed women. We're not looking for baddies. Mm. We're not looking... Like, it's always been but one of those brands. if you like a nice tablecloth plaid shirt to button exactly. up. Exactly. But all of a sudden, you. it's because the zeitgeist yeah. amongst the white youth right now is black culture. So yeah. I think it's now, in, in their own psyche... It's something that they want to buy into. Mm. And it's something that, you know, to sound whatever you want to take it, but like we can capitalize off that mm. finally, mm. Yeah. you know? It goes back to the organization of the dollar and taking this opportunity, taking this opportunity as maybe like you can see like the Kardashians are selling the top of the popularization of white people or, or white mm. consumers wanting to adopt black trends. Well, black people, black people have the gift, have the power to replace that dollar, mm. yeah. right? Uh, and it's about taking agency and it's weird. It's, it's a conversation that I think you need more time and- Yeah, 100%. To, we'll to develop, but, but removing this imposter syndrome of not trying to exceed in white spaces, yeah. but to perfect black spaces that's is why, this and attracting is why, the, its own dollar towards it. That's why yeah, this is 100%. so significant. This is why, that's why this is so significant to me because we're, we're hearing more and more examples of this taking place. I personally think that if you are, if you've ever had a Kanye West beat, if he's ever written anything for you, if you are a friend of his, Do not you, you should be boycotting the, you yeah, should be boycotting yeah. the Grammys. And to be honest, that'll probably be like, probably about 50% of the I think frankly, and, if you're not white, but boycott. Yeah, you should be boycotting it. Latin American, whether you're Camila Cabello or you're yeah. <laughs> Kanye you, West, yeah, yeah, boycott. You, you should be boycotting the thing because it's a joke at this point. But yeah, no, more on that later. We'll, we'll definitely have an opportunity to to speak more at length about this particular topic, especially with music, because 
these type, these type of topics get me very excited. Yes. Um, but we got relationship advice right now. It's my week. You guys ready? Let's do it. It's your ready. My boyfriend and I have been together for a couple of years and lived together as of recently. Mm-hmm. Broadly speaking, our sex life is pretty good. Okay. Multiple times a week. Really quite nice. <laughs> Very good. <laughs> or so I thought. Oh. I have no doubt in my mind that he is who I want to be with and I have always wanted that one person in a monogamous relationship. Okay. I thought he was the same. Mm. Several months ago, he was dancing around the topic, but eventually said he wants to explore inviting other people into oh. our bedroom. Guess the race? Going to swingers clubs. Oh, they're white. And sex parties. They're white. Yeah, yeah, they're yeah. white. There's clubs. your race. They're, they're white. That's your peeps, um, This makes me feel <laughs> like wow. I am not enough for him. Mm. He constantly stresses oh, to me that I am, and this is just something he wants to explore together. Right now, I do not want this. Maybe one day down the line. But we should still be in the honeymoon phase, right? Wait, how and long have they been together And again? I thought we were. A couple of years. Oh, that's not honeymoon phase, I'm baby. Sure. I think two years is still... That's not honeymoon phase. I think it still is. Yeah, it is. Has to be. Yeah. Help. Oh, is, is, that's, that's, that's it. That's it. Help. Oh, we've got help. That's this section. That's what it's about. Um, Jesus. Okay. <laughs> I love kicking It's tough. Back. It's a tough one. Because monogamy is monogamy. Mm. No, actually, no. Monogamy is you, I think, anyway, saying to someone that I want to be your partner and you and I are exclusive to each other. But I think there are people who see bringing multiple partners in as play. Yeah. But that's a conversation you should have had it a <laughs> very long time ago. Very long Not time. two years in. Mm. Sometimes these things can be sprung on you, though, right? Uh, yeah. So her fair. point, maybe honeymoon period in his mind is done, and he's. Do we know? Like, hold on. Do we know how old they are? Uh, no, we don't. Hmm. We don't. Hey. Yo, ever since I seen Eyes Wide Shut, yo, their sex parties look kind of lit. I'm not <laughs> lie. They look kind of lit. Haram. With masks on, it's just like clapping cheeks and vibes, Bruh. Enjoy your life, bro. That's why I stay single. Yeah, I, mean, I have. I mean, that's not the only reason. You we also about. live a very long time now, right? Yeah. So when marriage exactly. is invented, average yes. age is what like we're all, be, yeah, we're all meant to be dead by forty. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, I'm saying, I'm just, I'm just putting this out there. I'm just there putting were no this out there. Sixty-year anniversary. These fucking social constructs, was man. Was it also the woman that was <laughs> bringing fucking it in? penicillin? Um, bringing the 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 question in. Yeah. Yeah. See, now that's another thing because yeah. I just feel like I think that. I'm saying this as a woman. I'm not, this is, I'm disclaimer, <laughs> not making generalization about my people. However, I do think no, that no, women, no, no, women. When I said my dad used to say everything before the butt is bullshit. Yeah. <laughs> I do think that women have, tend to have more of a purist view around sex than men do. Yeah. Because mm. of what society has told them about mm. what's, what sex means is their currency. Mm. Yeah. So you have a woman who's like, because I'm hearing this from like a very objective, he's like, everything sounds consensual in the sense is like, I want to do this, do you want to do it? And she's like, it's making me feel a type of way, right? At no point has he said, I no longer want to be with you. Yeah. I'm not attracted to you. True. He's just saying, let's try something else. Mm -hmm. And she's like, oh no, 
but then that must mean I'm not enough for you. Mm. Which to me screams a woman just being told that if she can't satisfy him completely, therefore then she's not good enough. Do you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah, she's she's fucking killing this, by the way. So You're going to struggle to follow this up, Johnny boy. Yeah, listen, this is... Uh, this I is... just... Women need to allow themselves... I'm all about... I don't know if you know Ohlone on Twitter. Mm-hmm. Yes, yeah. unfortunately. Be- after Donald Trump, the best account on Twitter. I, I just think it's all lies, bro. I'm not going to lie. Ohlone, yeah, I just think I it's can, all lies. I can not, vouch no. as a woman. They are not lies. Yeah, no, no. I, I, get the, I get the census facts. I get the census facts. Very still. factual. Listen, this is... Women um, are freaks, baby. Yes, Women are freaks. Yes. Some of those accounts that come in them texts, I'm just like, oh, this haram. cannot be real. No, they're real. They're real. Mm. Listen, this is bad podcasting. Okay. And I've had a few rums. Grace and I have done quite well in this bottle of Havana. I'm not going to lie, my cheeks are very warm. Rosy. <laughs> uh, but baby girl, this is how this has got to go. You need to tell him that you're not comfortable with it. Okay. Absolutely. That is very true. Straight up. All right. Mm-hmm. I'm not down for this. Okay. Mm. And if he says before she tries it out, though, she knows already. No, no she knows already. She knows but already. should she not try it out? Hey, no. if she wanted to try, she would try. But she doesn't mm. want to try. She doesn't want to try. Do you know what? Do you know what? I'll say, I will say this. I will say this. I was just like, you know what? As any human being, if something is suggested to you, there is a difference between a knee-jerk reaction and also just you have the moment to reflect. Right? That I think that if she was comfortable and she'd taken a bit of time to mm. think about it, she would have figured it out. By the time she's DMing the pod, then she's, yeah, yeah, she's yeah, had yeah. time she to think figured about it. Out. it yeah? You'd so, be able to decipher between, am I reacting yeah. just because I'm shocked? And am I reacting because I actually feel like this isn't for me? So baby girl isn't comfortable. She's and that's not. an entirely reasonable position to take. Absolutely. Okay. So then you need to confront your man. You need to say, I don't want to do it. He's not for me. I'm not interested. He's on my portion. And if he <laughs> insists... If he insists, then he is not your portion. He's not your portion. In, in Jesus' Christ. name, you must he leave him. He wants must to do go. it with Destitutes her. Pastures new. And alone. And you got to leave him. No, no, no. Yeah. no if you don't want to do it, this life, just life is too short to be stuck with a partner who you don't want to be with. Yeah. And they want to be if together. This, if, this, if, this multi, no, if this multi-party <laughs> group chat business... <laughs> is not something you want to engage in, then then just get back on the apps. My man and start is only looking. deep. My man is deep very early doors. What they're both gonna realize in ten to fifteen exactly, years. Exactly. Okay. So he's park that problem. No, 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 no. He's living in the now. We just had a pandemic, baby. <laughs> Okay, life is too short. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's too short. I want to go to the sex party and I want to go to the sex party right now. <laughs> Come along with me for this ride, right? Like, I think he's approaching it very, very maturely. No, because look, so I think certain people are wired to be comfortable with this stuff and certain people aren't wired to be comfortable with this stuff. And she doesn't seem like the kind of person who even wants to explore this path. And that's, that is a reasonable position to take. And you can't spend your life with someone who wants to walk down a different road to the one that you fancy walking down. Right. I think if he wants to go, if he wants to find someone who is comfortable with bringing other people in, then he should do that. But she is within her rights. Enjoy each other. But you know what? No, but he's just trying to spice the thing. He may have not realized that is something he wanted until they were in this relationship together. 
Because that's the thing about long-term relationships. You also change Look, and evolve and tutus, within them. And he, sometimes you don't go in the same direction. He, he People might, grow apart. He might yeah. he might only want this because the tun that she's delivering is not up to standards. Stop. Do you know what? So that's the story behind the story for sure. <laughs> that's the story behind the story for sure. Right? I mean, she calls it honeymoon period. He calls it... Shit's gone long, very, long, long, very. He's like, every day's, Romeo every day's, every day's October and she's not delivering, right? Dead. And that might be real. But the, but the point is that there is, an, there is an ideological difference here, right? What you have is a Lib Dem and a Green and they're not, no. they're just not going to agree. You missed and the she's part within where her she rights said, to tell the Lib Dem to grow up and vote for a serious party bro, or I'm going to believe she in nuclear non-proliferation to the day I die. She said, right now, I do not want this. Maybe one day down the line. So then she it sounds like somebody or bounce because if he's going to put a time limit on it, then then this is this I mean, is a non-constructive. You're painting my anyway. brother. You're painting my brother as being some sort of like tyrant, yo. He just asked the question. He even approached it nervously. Yeah, it's not like she came home yeah. and the people there. Do you, do you know what I mean? mean? Do you know what I mean? He's asking the question and look. But, yeah, but by the time you've actually, by the, as a as a bloke, by the time you've developed the cojones, <laughs> by the time you have. Buscaron los huevos to even ask this question to your missus. Like huevos. it's it's in your head. I'm not gonna lie, like it must be kind of ill to like move into a new neighborhood and then like the neighbors come around, they knock your door and they're like, "Oh, where the where the Jeffersons?" And then, hi, my two, name's Steve. Two, 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 this two, is Lisa. We like all yeah. Two two is a week later. They're like, so, what time do you put the kids to bed? Mm. I think that sounds kind of lit. So what are we advising our friend? Ha. ha. Listen, I think baby girl's just got to lay down the law. I think she should go to a sex party, but I'm not going to lie. I think she should too. Yeah. She <laughs> got Actually, to, you know what? She got to try know it what? out. When you say it like that, just take the free option for a one time. I mean. Mm. And you can just sit there and be participants. But then as a woman, you need to be able to, you need to be able to stomach watching your man fuck someone else. No, maybe they go and. And they just watch. Exactly. They just be voyeurs. But do you, but do you think exactly. that he's going to just want to watch? No, but she, he's yeah. already expressed he the desire to be an active participant. But here's okay. the thing. Okay. There, are lo- there are a lot of questions that she hasn't asked or maybe we just don't know the answers to. Has he done it before? Is he Sounds asking like for his first time? No, it doesn't sound like it. <laughs> are, you, are you just reading between he, the lines? He sounds like he's active. Okay, he's Before active. her, he fine, was... Fine, fine. Active. Orgy King. Okay, um, he was Orgy King before. But I think he has a responsibility to ease her into it, given yeah. that she has a little bit of discomfort around it, right? 100%. So, to Grace's point, she th- she's fucking, she no, doesn't want to do it. No, she said not <laughs> right not now. She said not right now, maybe one day. That gives opportunity, bro. Yeah. Okay. It's a go there. It's a go there. Check it out. Wear yeah. a tutu mask. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Just see some cheeks clapping. You might yeah. get aroused. You might get yeah. aroused. You never know. Arousals. And if you then are you not, stop shouting arousals by looking at me in the face. <laughs> <laughs> arousals, 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 bro. <laughs> and if the cheek clapping, the percussion of the cheek clapping does the not percussion in, of the cheek right? clapping. The percussion t- 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 does not does not tickle yes. her. Yes. Then she knows, and that is a fundamental difference between the two of them. Yes. And if you are not into the sex parties, mm-hmm. the swinging clubs. He's going to cheat. Yeah, so get out. He's going to cheat anyway. That's fact. Yeah, <laughs> yeah no, he is. Yeah. Or it, if he doesn't cheat, the relationship will just die anyway because yeah. he's not... You know, I, I this is what we're going back to this idea of monogamy and whatever. I do think that 
there are some people who have been very well conditioned to the idea of monogamy and that's the only thing they can do. Mm. And there are other people who aren't that way. Right? Mm. And if that's the case of he's just eventually just, it's just going to die. And yeah. to take to take a less analytical view on relationships, this is how you, this is how you know that there is institutional racism Stop in it. sex discourse. Stop it. Where they say that black men don't cheat. Facts. But white men do. Hella. And uh, oh my god, yeah. And and he will <laughs> he will cheat on you if you don't play ball. So you can either play ball or just not play the game. Yeah. yeah. Those are your two choices. Sit on the bench. Keep yes. The submissions coming in. Um, good Very luck. Enjoyable. Um, let me know how the sex party is. This one's is. actually maybe the hardest of all time. And if there this might are be the hardest of all time. Any sex parties in the E3 area? DM us. Fling me a postcode. Yes. Ah. I might just look in the peephole. <laughs> just send me the location. I might just look in. And I'll be send right me a there. Location. Hey. Um, a couple of new albums, new music that people should listen yes. to. Mm. It came out, I think, the day of the last recording, but I've been listening to it never, uh, ever since. Lucky Day, Candy oh, Drip, new my album. Days. Phenomenal. The guy is Pun intended. phenomenal. He's incredible. The lucky Oof. And then a week after the album dropped, he released a song with Sid, or Sid released mm. a song with him. Sid yeah. from the internet, yeah. Odd Future, etc. called I Cyber. I'm pretty sure it might be the best song of the year so far. Ooh. Hella sexy. Um Sid is great. Nigo, the fashion entrepreneur. Bathing Ape, BBC, Human Made, uh, Friend of Pharrell has released an album with an all-star cast of his friends, ASAP, Pusha, Pharrell, etc., etc. called Just I Know Nigo. Boy. Fuego. Right? Download the thing. Boy and Rema, Rema, Rema has finally released his album called Rave and Roses. So if you are unlike Johnny, who is looking at me because he doesn't understand or know a single person I've just mentioned. Um, check him out. He had that song, Soundgasm, Woman, Calm, calm down. down. Baby, Calm, calm down. down is amazing. Um, so check Sorry. those things out there. Otherwise, Please. this has been another amazing episode, guys. Grace, thank you for coming in again. Thank the first, you for having me. First person to do back-to-back episodes back as a guest. Say so, what? Uh, wait, didn't Yemi do back-to-back? Yeah, Although he actually. was with Pete for one of no, them. that's true, actually. But he wasn't, he wasn't his own I guest. Try, I tried to give you a little thing there. He just took it no, away no, from you. Were you, were, you were your yeah. own Me. guest. I'm yeah. the, back exactly. to back. Yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. for the first time. I'm going to say yeah. two things to close out Uh-oh. that we didn't have time to put on the agenda. Mm. But the first one is three nines. He's out. He's out. Yeah. I is mean, he? I don't know if I want to say... Anyway, carry on. He's too road for me to say what I really wanted to say. <laughs> yeah, you don't London, want that smoke. London is small. You don't want that smoke? It's too small. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Second one. Three nines. Uh, <laughs> solidarity with the PO workers who got stiffed by the bastard Tories. This is why you join a union because fuck PO and anyone who catches a PO cruise anywhere, even if it's small, small Portsmouth to Calais. Oh, but I love going to the Caravan. No, pagan. <laughs> pagan movements. <laughs> you need to cancel PO because they try to stiff oh, all of their workers. Them little, them little French no, beers, no, go I mean? and get Royal Caribbean, support your own people. Oh. Um, uh, fuck uh, PO. Yeah, that was that the joke. was fuck. Can that you wrap your top? Uh-uh. <laughs> hey, hey. Uh, fuck PO, solidarity with them, man. And free knowns. Let's go. Yeah, and uh, if you're free Italian. <laughs> Ah, shit. <laughs> Holidays in Skopje. Let's go. Damo is abysmal. Shout out, North Macedonia. Yes. Que cazzo, Italia. Episode 37. We out. Que squadra di pagliacci. Che hai cazzo.